Welcome to the Codcast, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I'm your host, Humble Dusty Smith, and this is episode 88. Fuck yeah! Rocking this shit out. Thank you for joining me tonight. Have a uh, an okay show, I guess. We're going to talk about some Bro Rogan. Apparently, Bro Rogan has given the nod to Bernie Sanders, and the goddamn internet is freaking out. Oh my god. So we're going to look into that, and also, at some point tonight, we're having the, uh, the surfs on. Why is this headphones not working? Fuck. My shit, my shit, have, look at all this fucking duct tape I got on my shit, man. Order me some new earbuds, but they ain't come in yet, so we're gonna be trying to work this shit out. My janky ass motherfucking shit. God damn it. Can't hear nothing out of this fucking motherfucker. God damn, everything's going wrong right here at the fucking showtime. Fuck my life. Fuck everything about this goddamn bullshit. Anyway, did you guys have a good week? I had a pretty good week. Watch that Aaron Hernandez documentary on the Netflix. You guys see that shit? Dude threw his whole fucking life away. Had a $40 million contract with the NFL. And he was like, no, nah, I want to be a gangster and shit. Just threw that shit away. Pretty interesting if you hadn't seen it. My sister came over and she ruined the whole fucking thing for me. Um, she goes, hi, Dusty. I am one of Lance's mods and I'm ready to leave him for you. I don't blame you. You should. Upgrade. Hang on, my glasses on. I can actually see what the fuck I'm doing now. Joe Rogan is not a transphobe. Okay, well, I mean, I guess opinions vary on that, right? He has said some seemingly pretty transphobic stuff, right? He did say that, uh, talking about Fallon Fox, that's a man beating up a woman, you know, but I mean, really, is that the best example you get? Fallon Fox is a D-level fighter in a D-level organization that got her ass whipped by cis females, right? So, uh, I don't know. Don't really think he has the uh, his hand on the pulse of the whole trans thing, in my opinion. A little bit uneducated, but who knows? Maybe he's smarter than I am. It's all good. I'm gonna have the surfs on. Surfs wanted to fucking come on and I uh, guess uh, gripe at me because uh, you know I shit on uh, I shit on the bread tube a couple weeks ago or whatever. I don't really give a shit about any of this, but people really want to tell me why I'm wrong, and so I'm like, sure, I'll let you on my show. Tell me why I'm wrong. Who the fuck am I? I can take the criticism. It's all fucking good to me. So how's everybody doing out there? Are you doing good? Why is this thing not scrolling the fuck up? Scroll up, motherfucker. Don't get mad. Help me through work tonight. I will do my best to try to entertain you guys as much as I possibly fucking can. I gained like five pounds, dudes. In the opposite direction. I was trying to goddamn lose weight and I gain weight. Fuck my life. Dusty, I have a question. All right. For all the anti-SD chuds out there, does knowing that the guy that played Joker is vegan... Make it harder to masturbate to the movie. I don't think so. I think they're going to masturbate it to it anyway because they like, they think that they're like him. You know, there's outsider, this renegade outsider who's a badass. Even though, like, he really wasn't a badass at the end. He was kind of sad and pathetic, to be quite honest with you. But what you going to do? I don't know. That is not what transphobic is. I missed what you said about transphobic. Anyway, I guess we'll go ahead and jump on the, the Joe Rogan stuff. Uh... Sorry, I'll, I'll shut this thing down. Sorry, Izzy. We'll get the, get you straightened out. Izzy's been helping me out on uh, my Twitch. We're going to start Twitch streaming before too long. I'm going to start doing all the Twitch shows and, you know, just talking mad shit about everybody like I do. But first off, you guys want to help the show? Patreon.com for just podcasts. Uh, dollar or two a month, whatever you guys can afford. Anything you can do to help out. Much appreciated. Most of the money goes to their animals and... We're always treating them on you guys' behalf, so it's very nice for you guys. As long as you guys support the show, I will keep doing it. So if you want to keep me, see me keep doing the show, please consider supporting it. And also, uh, Super Chats. You guys know how Super Chats work. 
Immortalize yourself, live forever in the Super Chats. Ask me whatever question you want to ask me in the Super Chats. I read all the Super Chats. And so, uh, buy my love in the Super Chats. Breaking Bad 094999. Thank you, Breaking Bad. He says, Watchmen was never initially meant for a season two. It was meant to be a standalone series, but was so received they talked about making a season two. It was very well done, I thought. I, I was much entertained by the show. Um, I thought it had a few problems here and there, but... I love seeing them show what happened to Black Wall Street. I thought that was badass, and uh, I thought the characters were cool. I thought what Dr. Manhattan, the whole uh, storyline with him was pretty cool. So uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Too bad they're not doing another season. Sucks, but what you going to do? Parker Guar, What's up, Parker? Says, how are you? I am good. Thank you for asking. Thanks for all your queer support. Much love. Hey, much love to you. Got no problem with the queer support. You know, got to stick together. We're all in this together as far as I'm concerned, right? So I... Let me go ahead and jump into the Joe Brogan stuff. Uh, then we're going to bring on the serfs, or one of the serfs at least, at some point. And uh, you're going to give me his opinion on the whole Joe Rogan thing. But So first off, Joe Rogan gave the most uh, mediocre endorsement of Bernie Sanders humanly possible. He's basically like, I might vote for Bernie Sanders. We'll see what the fuck happens. Let me show you guys, and we'll discuss it. Boom. Who are you going to vote for in the primary? I think I think I'll probably vote for Bernie. Him as a human being, when I was hanging out with him, and yeah. I, I believe in him. I like him. I like him a lot. What Bernie stands for is a guy who, well, look, you could, you could dig up dirt on every single human being that's ever existed if you catch them in their worst moment, and you magnify those moments, and you cut out everything True else, that. and you only display, display those worst moments. That said, you can't find very many with Bernie. He's been insanely consistent his entire life. He's basically been saying the same thing, been for the same thing his whole life. Yep. And that in and of itself is a very powerful structure to operate from. Agreed. Pretty cool. Like, I, I think that's a good endorsement. No, even though he said I might vote for the guy. Uh, so I don't have a problem. Don't get me wrong with Joe Rogan endorsing Bernie Sanders. I think that's ultimately a good thing. The problem is a lot of people have with this is Bernie Sanders seem to be celebrating the endorsement of Joe Rogan. And uh, a lot of people think Joe Rogan has had some very problematic, problematic positions before. Uh, he said some things that are seemingly sort of racist. He said things that are seemingly transphobic, like what he said about Fallon Fox and uh saying that puberty blockers are child abuse, which is a horrible position. Uh, so bad that even Rationality Rules used his transphobic shit in his transphobic video. Uh, so, a lot of people were upset with Bernie. They wish Bernie would have just kind of quietly accepted the endorsement, but not been public with it and almost like been, you know, bragging about it in a way. And Bernie says, I think I'll probably vote for Bernie. He's been insanely consistent. He basically just quotes Joe Rogan here. So anyway, this sort of broke the fucking internet a little bit. Like, 90% of the tweets in the last day or two have been about this shit. Uh, it's amazing. I'm going to show you some of them. I'm, I'm going to try to get the most nuanced take on this I can possibly give. I want to give you guys all sides of this. So everybody can make up their own mind what they think about it. It's all good with me. And Sandy, Sadie Dole says, Joe Rogan also had a friendly interviews with Milo Yiannopoulos and Jordan Peterson. Yelled, you're a fucking man on air about a trans woman. Vocally argued against allowing trans kids puberty blockers this year, says uh, Fag, and believes the world is stacked against men. So enjoy. Yep. Joe Rogan has problematic positions, in my opinion, and he lets chuds on his show a lot, and he lets them just say bullshit, unchecked, and, he, and a lot of harm has been done from him allowing people to come on and just say bullshit on his show, in my opinion. 
And then on the other side, sometimes he says incredibly brilliant uh, left-leaning things that I totally agree with. Um, so it's kind of a mixed bag with Joe Rogan, in my opinion, right? Sometimes I love him, sometimes I don't. But overall, probably a good thing with somebody who has, they get, he has like 100 million views a month, gives a, a recommendation of Bernie Sanders. It's ultimately going to help Bernie, which I think is a good thing. I don't have a problem with that. But a lot of people did. Um, and I'm going to read you some of the comments. First off, immediately what happened was everybody started posting every bad thing Joe Rogan has ever said. We're going to go through a few of them. Um, a lot of them retweeted a post that I made. I made this post like when I only had 60 followers on my new Twitter account. So I wasn't even doing this. That's like a gotcha to Joe Rogan. I was literally just doing this to 60 people and it kind of took off. But uh, this is an old clip where he uh, refers to a neighborhood full of black people as the planet of the apes. And uh, so this has been retweeted a lot recently over this controversy. I'll go ahead and play you this and we'll discuss it. Planet of the Apes, man. We're going to go see Planet of the Apes. So I look on the iPhone app and it says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay. I goes, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out and we're giggling. Oh, we're going to go see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door and there was no white people. There was no white people. Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Now, he did go on to say immediately after that, uh, that's racist. What I just said was racist. I know that Planet of the Apes wasn't in Africa. And then he went on to make a point that he had a good time and that it was interesting watching the audience interaction. But that, it's cringy. There's no getting around that. And I also want to say, like, like he just said, if you go back through somebody's podcast, you can do this with my show, you can do this with anybody, and you pick out the worst of the worst. Yeah, you can make somebody look really fucking bad. And I, it's possible. He's got like 1,200 episodes. It's possible he has addressed this in time or apologized for it. And, and I'm of the opinion when you admit that you've done wrong and use it as a teachable tool that you can experience redemption. That's what I've always said. But anyway, uh, a lot of people have been retweeting that. And he also said this, which uh, is another really cringy thing where he basically claims that black people and white people have different brains. And I think this is kind of a slip. I know what he was trying to get at here. He was trying to compliment this guy, but it came off really poorly. So we'll watch. What are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, dad's black, mom's white. Standard issue, pretty much. Powerful, powerful combination genetic-wise, right? You get the body of the black man, and then you get the mind of the white man all right. together in some yeah. strange combination. That doesn't, by mixed. the way, mean that black people don't have brains. It's no. a different brain. Don't, right. don't get me wrong. What are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, dad's <laughs> black people don't have they have brains. They just have a different brain. It's not racist. It's just racist. It's, it's racist, right? That's really fucking racist. But anyway, I get what he's saying. So a lot of people were retweeting that. And then um, somebody retweeted this. This is all the times he said the N-word on his show. And apparently he has said this word a lot. Like, you know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. I oh, already said nigger. Uh, D is just like nigger. Saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger. And starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger. Especially like the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy a nigger. And then our niggers. Start saying nigger. About to use the word nigger. Out the word nigger. Say nigger. Word nigger. Say nigger and he couldn't say nigger. And most nigger. Nigger. Like, you know. <laughs> so I'm not laughing because of the word. I'm just laughing at the pause there at the end. But anyway, like I've said it in videos before. Of course, I have played the videos of me saying it and apologize for saying it, explain why it was stupid of me to say it.
And maybe he has too. Like I, like I said, I have no idea. I'm just showing you what people are reposting from Joe Rogan as they're freaking out about this endorsement for Bernie Sanders. Just putting you guys in the fucking loop here about what's going on. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, I already showed this one where somebody sent me the clip of him talking about the black body and the white brain, which is, you know, kind of crazy. But anyway, got to give you some of the uh, opinions that happened on Twitter. There was... Of different viewpoints on this, a lot of different takes, and this is one of them. Apparently, this is something he posted a, a while back. Don't really 2015, so this is five years ago. Say goodbye to the General Lee. Today, TV Land announced they're pulling the Dukes of Hazard off the air because of the Confederate flag. In a tireless effort to turn our beloved country into a nation of weepy, sandy vaginas, they've showed a political correct boot in the memories of my childhood. Or they shoved a political correct boot. The Dukes of Hazard was about a lot more than just that shitty paint job on one of the most beautiful muscle cars the good Lord ever inspired man to create. It was about tradition. It's not hate, it's tradition. Am I right? Nope, you're not. That show started the tradition of the most iconic piece of clothing of our nation ever produced, the Daisy Duke shorts. Those shorts were the real flag, a flag of identification and empowerment for gay men and sluts all over the world. Before the Dukes, there really wasn't any one piece of clothing that let the world know that you're a hungry for dick. Congratulations to the toxic lefties all over this increasingly nerfed world. Today's victory is yours. And so, like I said, a lot of people posting all this stuff and saying, you know, maybe this is not the guy we should be embracing. Maybe the kind of fans that like this dude are not people that we should invite into our tent. Because if you lay down with dogs, you get fleas. And uh, he also had Ted Nugent on. This is a clip I've talked about a lot. This is a cringy as fuck clip. Like, people was like, Joe just talks to everybody. He has everybody from both sides on and just listens. But the both sides argument is poor, in my opinion. It's like having a uh, somebody that denies global warming on and then a global warming scientist on and saying, see, you talk to them both. Give them equal time. But you shouldn't give equal time to these people. These, these sides are not equal at all. So uh, a lot of vegans you, and vegetarians such as really... myself shut the fuck up, had a problem with this clip. This clip is so fucking stupid. And Joe's like, that's a good point. And it's not a good point. Let me play it and then I'll explain to you why it's stupid. If you. if you really want to kill the most things, be a vegan. Because the farmers who protect your beans kill everything. I kill one animal per arrow. In order to grow tofu, you have to kill every ground squirrel, every vole, every shrew, every snake, every turtle, every frog, every bird, every rabbit, anything that gets in that bean field, I'm either going to plow and dismember, which is why the crows and the, and the seagulls follow the, the, uh, the, combines. the combines every year. And then if anything does survive my first slaughter, I'm going to come in with Monsanto and poison the shit out of everything so you can have a tofu salad and not be responsible for any death. Fuck you. That's a really good point, and it's Hello? a point that a lot of people ignore. That's a really good point. Well, it's not a really good point. It's a really stupid point. The fact that Ted Nugent said to you, it should have been your first clue, it's not a good point. First of all, most of the crops that are grown are grown to feed the animals we eat. The meat is literally fed on the ground that was tilled for all these crops and shit. So right off the bat, it's a fucking stupid, stupid bullshit point. But these motherfuckers, they like to make these points because they just want to justify their eating meat in any fucking possible way they can, regardless of how stupid it is. But they've actually done studies on this to show that, let's say, most of the uh, crops that were grown weren't grown to feed cattle and shit. 
let's say that there actually were just for vegans to eat. They've actually done studies. One study they did was they, uh, they attached trackers to these little mice, these field mice, to see how many were killed as they plowed under the field, right? And they found out that it was like 97% of them survived because, you know, they hear this big diesel fucking tractor coming at them and they just run out of the fucking way. Right? I think one of them out of the whole 33 mice died. They, they, they tracked 34 and one of them fucking died, right? So, it's just stupid. It's just a stupid point and it, it's disappointing to let him, just watch him have chuds on his show and not only him not push back against the stupid shit they say, but him agreeing with it. And I've seen so many people post this clip, you know, you see stupid vegans? You're actually killing more animals. Joe Rogan said so. And so, yeah, it's just, it's annoying. It's annoying. And he has to know this by now because people like me have pointed this out. And he, if he doesn't use his platform to set the record straight, then he's not living up to the responsibility of having that platform, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, I'm going to give you all sides of this shit, read you some tweets from different perspectives on this. Oh, yeah, here's him killing a bear. <sighs> It's frustrating. I'm like, this is one of the most celebrated celebrities in our society. 100 million views a month. And it's dipshit animal killer. Like, I don't get the point of that, really. Yeah, look how fucking brave I am with my tactical bow killing this goddamn bear in its natural environment. Man, it's just shitty to me. It's like watching the Trump kids go out and do this and cut fucking tails off zebras and shit. It, yeah, it just doesn't make me like them very much. And then Ethan Klein jumped into this. You know, Ethan Klein from uh, He He or H3H3, how the fuck you pronounce that? And it seems to me that he's going full goddamn transphobe here. First off, at Joe Rogan interview destroyed Milo. I mean, not really. The deplatforming of Milo is what destroyed him ultimately. Number two, Jordan Peterson is not the boogeyman. I don't know who's claiming Jordan Peterson is a boogeyman. I mean, he's a, a shithead who has a lot of very problematic takes. You know, he literally built his career about lying about Bill C-16, which, you know, how long has it been? It's been years. Still, nobody charged in the way he said. He, he, Joe Rogan uh, let him come on his show and spread bullshit, uh, like the fact that if you make fun of somebody's fashion choice, you'll be tried for a hate crime in Canada now. Just bullshit like that. Just trying to spread trans panic, trans fear. Uh, why, while Jordan Peterson was doing all this, they literally had to call police out to the school he was working at because it, it, it increased such a harassing atmosphere, a violent atmosphere towards trans people. They actually had to call in the authorities about it, right? Which led to a lot of people wanting him not to be a representative of the school anymore. And so people like him and Joe Rogan turned it all around and be like, oh my God, see? See the SJWs, the SJWs hate freedom of speech. You're just out there telling the truth. No, there was a lot of other uh, more nuanced things that were happening. And people like, you know, Joe Rogan allowed these lies to be spread unchecked, which is disappointing. But anyway, and Ethan says, uh, you're a man to trans athletes competing against women. I mean, it seems like Ethan Klein is specifically saying that uh, trans women are men. That's kind of what it seems like to me. Puberty blockers to children is literally insane. It literally isn't. I don't think he knows anything about puberty blockers. Basically, puberty blockers just slow down your puberty. Um, they were first used with kids who had early puberties, um, which is a problem in some kids, but also uh, some children who think they might be trans use puberty blockers to slow down their puberty so they can make a more educated decision as they get older. And it's almost completely reversible. It is completely reversible. Um, it is shown to be 
almost entirely harmless. Now, there might be a few things in a few basic studies that, that, that show some minor problems, but I haven't really seen any of that. So I don't think Ethan knows what the fuck he's talking about. And he's like, would you even pass your own purity test under the same microscope? Uh, I think the currently would. Sure, why not? It's not very difficult to pass this very basic purity test. Uh, pure, pure, purity test of saying, you know, uh, trans women are women, trans men are men, and uh, beauty blockers for kids who want to delay their puberty to make a more educated decision seems pretty reasonable to me. I mean, we have a, a lot of evidence so far from trans people who got older and who having puberty blockers was not an option for and who committed suicide. And a lot of them, uh, a lot of trans people who this wasn't an option for will say, you know, I wish this was an option for me, man. It made me so much less suicidal if I would have had this option. So yes, this is definitely a viable thing and calling it insanity is just stupid in my opinion. And uh, he got shit on pretty heavily, Rational Disconnect, who apparently made a video about me shitting on me, but I don't care. Love you anyway. Um, it says, for the love of God, just shut up, Ethan. Jordan Peterson's fame started from him lying about a civil rights law to protect trans people. True story. Yelling, you're a fucking man, is transphobic regardless of them competing. True story. And puberty blockers just delay puberty for a little yagoon. Yep. And here's the serfs. The serfs are going to be on in a minute. We're going to ask them about this. They said, you know, there's a suicide epidemic caused overwhelming by stigma among the trans community, right? Messages like this contribute to the atmosphere that directly endangers children. Absolutely. Golf clap to the surfs. Totally agree with that. Hell to the yeah. So disappointed to see that take from Ethan. I don't know why he's so popular with this boring ass podcast, in my opinion, but I'm sure there's reason. I'm sure I'm just jealous. That's what it always boils down to. You know, my jealousy. And Paul Joseph Watson was jumping on it. Leftists, they're all over Twitter right now, trashing Bernie for taking the endorsement of Joe Rogan. He's actually right. A lot of them were disappointed in Bernie for taking the endorsement, for celebrating it. They say Rogan is a racist, white nationalist, transphobic bigot. Joe Rogan, this is where we are at. Uh, yep, and this is where we're at. We're having this discussion. Show enough. And uh, Stefan Mjolnuts, Stefan Mjolnuts, going to take a shot at Joe Rogan. Ah, that's why Joe Rogan ambushed me. Sounds a little butthurt, in my opinion. As a passionate advocate for free markets, I was the enemy. Bernie is pro-communist. Millions were killed under communist regimes. Yeah, Bernie definitely killed lots of people. There's one thing I get from Bernie. It's an atmosphere of violence, isn't it? Definitely. He's waiting to strike at any second. Deadly ass Bernie. Voting for Bernie is the manifestation of a death wish. Oh, my God. Can you imagine this hot take? Thinking Bernie is anything but, like, compassionate. That's the one thing he wants to be known for. That's what he spent his entire life trying to do, just trying to be compassionate towards other people. Just really stupid. And Carlos Mazel, you guys know Carlos? He says, Bernie's campaign cutting a campaign ad with Joe Rogan fucking sucks. Rogan is an incredibly influential bigot, and Democrats should be marginalizing him. Um, I can understand being disappointed to Joe Rogan, not Joe Rogan, uh, Bernie Sanders' celebration of the endorsement, but uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think ultimately it's going to help Bernie Sanders, so I don't want to, like, uh, shit on it too hard. Joe Rogan sucks, and legitimizing Joe Rogan sucks, and even if it's being done in the interest of convincing his bigoted fans to vote for someone who supports their rights, it's still painful for trans people to see someone who has harmed them be embraced for political expediency. So instead of jumping up, to rationalize and defend this decision. Let trans people have their feelings and maybe try harder to empathize. I'm for that. You don't have to agree nor attack Bernie. Just don't tell trans people their feelings are illegitimate. Cis Bernie haters 
who are using this as a political hay can get fucked. Don't let their exploitation of this issue harden your hearts to your trans comrades. No part of this thread is intended to suggest that all trans people feel the same about this issue. And uh, we do have some trans takes. I'll get to it in just a second. Here's a few more. Oh, yeah, even The Onion is getting in on this. Uh, the Onion's like, Liberals say Sanders' acceptance of Rogan's endorsement sends dangerous message. He's trying to win an election. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, that's basically what it is. He is trying to win, uh, though it might be problematic for him to, like I said, embrace Rogan in this way. And, 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 you know, my guess is Bernie doesn't have any idea about all the problematic things Joe Rogan has said, about the fact that his fan base is so heavily marinated in shud. So it's probably just ignorance. But I hope Bernie doesn't come out and apologize because I don't think that that's going to help at this point. I think the damage has already, whatever damage has been done has already been done. And and I, I think that probably be a mistake. And I doubt he will do that anyway. He'll probably just uh, remain quiet and let it all, uh, it'll fade away in a couple of days. You know, Americans only had the attention span of about two weeks. So this will go pretty quickly, in my opinion. And uh, Western Japan says, I can't stand Joe Rogan. I have also spent more time in combat sports gym over the last decade than most any of you who are reading this. And I can say he is insanely influential amongst people who need to be pulled back from right-wing politics right now. I think that Joe Rogan has been a gigantic negative on people, especially men in my peer group. However, the mainstream Democrats that everyone accepts on TV all the time have views that are just as despicable and we allow them to have careers pulling war and austerity. Here is one thing I can tell you about a lot of guys who listen to Rogan. They aren't right-wingers. They are alienated from politics. They are very much looking for people to explain their situation, and the left has not yet cultivated a means by which to do that broadly. I'm going to let you finish. Rogan's audience is a lot more diverse in terms of race and sexuality than you would think. I know openly by men who listen to his show and plenty of Lat Latinx and African Americans who do so, too. They aren't Trump people. They just think politics are dumb. It's mostly low-information voters, you know, just bros, people that like bro science. Eh, not, not the most intelligent crowd for the most part. And I'm not saying that everybody that listens to Joe Rogan is stupid. Obviously not. Obviously, there's some intelligent people there. But I think a, a lot of them are, you know, low-information. And uh, perhaps he can do some good if guided in the right direction. And I've tried to do that with this show. I've tried to, you know, criticize him where I think criticism is necessary and also pat him on the back when I think pats on the back are necessary. Not that my words mean anything to fucking Joe Rogan. I don't believe that for one second. But, you know, we all got to try to do what little we can. Uh, let me read a few more of the... Well, let me go ahead and bring the surfs on and then I'll read a few of these uh, to the surfs because I said I'd have the surfs on in the first 30 minutes. So uh, before I do that, let me check the super chats first and then we'll bring the surfs on. Surf, 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 no... Oh, there's a few super chats. All right. Brickabat094, do you believe him? Do I believe Joe Rogan? Um, yeah, I think, see, here's the thing about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, like I've said before, is Wata, my friend. He just bends with whatever's on his show. You know, the wind just blows Joe Rogan wherever direction it wants him to go. So tomorrow somebody could come on his show. He could have Jordan Peterson on his show that would explain to him why Bernie's evil, and he would probably throw Bernie on the bus in a heartbeat, in my opinion. So, but I do believe right this second, that's what Joe Rogan believes. So, which is good, you know, ultimately good, in my opinion. Um, free think of Seculus. Whatever happened to the atheist YouTuber Varmint Coyote? If anyone would know, you would. As you always seem to have the skinny on the old community, I have no idea who the hell that is. I'll have to check into that. If Varmint Coyote, if you're out there, holler at me. People want to know. 
Thank you for you thinking, Secularis. Breaking Bat 094. I use the hard ER, but I'm not racist, says Joe. Yeah, that's cringe as fuck, but you know, maybe he has addressed this. Maybe he has seen the error of his ways and realized that it's not cool to be saying that on your show and it encourages other people to say that. Especially if you're willing to say it so publicly. You can imagine all the people you're encouraging to say that in private. You know, and I, I guarantee you, if I'm listening to Mississippi, when I I don't really hang around a lot of men. I don't have a lot of male friends, but like I've been invited to like parties from people that I grew up with in high school, and they say the N word with a hard ER like every five seconds. It's N word this, N word that, N word, N word, N word, and so yeah, it, you kind of legitimize people saying that when you are uh, you encourage it, I guess when you when you're so willing to do that publicly, it's kind of disappointing to hear. Ian Schultz. Love the podcast. Hey, the podcast loves you. Long-time subscriber. Would you ever do a piece on the parallels between Christianity and sun worship? Thank you. Hey, that's an interesting topic. I will have to work on that in the future. I'm planning on doing more religious videos in the future. We're going to see how it goes. I always say that, but really, it's going to happen someday. Hold your breath. Uh, Davey Fireable. $5. The people saying we should win over moderate Republicans are the same ones bitching when Bernie does. Um... Yeah, I mean, I can see both sides of it, like I said. I can see why people have a problem with him embracing the endorsement. But at the same time, I think we do need to try to win some of these people over. And I do have a problem with bringing them into our tent before they've gotten rid of their toxicity. Like, I don't want to bring a bunch of people into the leftist tent if they're going to be saying the N-word every other sentence or they're going to be using ableist slurs. I mean, why would you want to have that people, those kind of people on your side? I don't, personally. And I think by accepting them into your tent without using your social leverage to make them change first, it does. It like it takes away a lot of the leverage you have. And I see that a lot in the uh, what I call the dirtbag left. They seem to be just willing to accept anybody into the community as long as it builds numbers. And I think you give up a lot of your leverage when you do that. But at the same time, we do have to reach them. I just don't know if the tactics being used are the best tactics. They're up for debate, that's for sure. Breaking Bat 094, the reason he is annoying is because of his influence, not his opinion. I think that's the best way to say it. How would you describe it? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely so influential. I mean, he, it, people act like Joe Rogan is such a genius, and he's he, he says some things that are cool, and he's well-spoken in some ways, but in other ways, he's just a real bro, you know? And so, I don't know. It's like the Kardashians, right? Who knows why they're so popular? Who knows why Joe Rogan's so popular? It's just the same country that Trump is president. It's uh, not amazing, but it's reality, and we have to deal with it. Thank you for that. Jake Hamill, $10. Hello, Dusty. Hello, Jake Hamill. How you doing? Love what you do. I love what you do, Jake Hamill. Could you please talk to us about what you did to have thick, full hair? Also, love what you're doing for the animals. Yeah, check out my fucking hair, dude. Like, was bald. Like, I was totally, like, up here. I don't know if you, it's not even a comb over anymore. This hair here. I was bald so here, my hairline was, like, receding way back here. So here's what I did. I had hair reconstruction surgery, number one. cost me $5,000. But I don't even think that really made that big of a difference, honestly. What really made the big difference was I took um, finasteride. And you basically, I got I get it mine from Mexico. I bought like a two-year supply for like 50 bucks from Mexico. And they come in five milligram pills. All you have to do is like take a little corner off each pill. It's one milligram a day is all you need. And then um, generic Rogaine. It comes in a, I can't remember what it's called. It's not called Rogaine. Is it called Pro, not Propecia either? Whatever it is. Um, it's generic Rogaine, basically. You get off Amazon, you get like a six-month supply for like uh, 50 bucks or whatever. comes in little eyedroppers, and you just like suck up an eyedropper, and you push it on the top of your head here, and then also in the uh, the corners of your head. And what it does is the uh, 
Rogaine liquid helps grow hair back, helps grow little bitty hairs. And the finasteride doesn't actually grow hair, but it helps thicken the small tiny hairs that the Rogaine helps grow. And so the combination of the two really work well together. And also the finasteride helps your hair from falling out. So a great combination together. Like if your hair is even falling out a little bit, or even if it's not, even if you just worry about losing your hair when you get older, definitely recommend you uh, start taking the pills and putting the drops in your hair. Sooner the better, but uh, I've had amazing results with it, and I'm real, real happy with it. So I can take my hat off. That's what Tim Pool should do. Tim Pool, dude, you're a millionaire. Work this shit out, man. Like I used to wear my beanie all the time. Used to wear hats on every fucking show, but it's because like I was embarrassed of my hair loss, right? Um, so remember, I went and got my haircut one time. I was like, uh, I don't know, like 23. The woman cut my hair. Was like, how do you feel about losing your hair? And that's the first time I ever realized I was losing my hair. And I was like, I'm not losing my hair, am I? And her eyes got real big and she got real quiet because uh, I was. I was losing my hair bad. So anyway, thank you for that question. I hope that helps. Autumn Potato. Unfortunately, Joe Rogan's shittiness is not uncommon. That's why he's so popular. But at least his Bernie endorsement might push them to the left a bit. Yeah, like I said, every little bit helps. But yeah, he's popular because, you know, it's chud. It, 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 uh, it appeals to a lot of toxic people. That's what that's what's really still popular on the internet these days. You know, they somebody like me who tries not to use ableist slurs, and he just tries to be a good influence. They call me a woke scode and whatnot. And woke scode is just a new version of SJW. For some reason, so many of these people in the new left, they're basically just the new shitlords. They're using chud language to try to appeal to the same shitty ass people that were from the old shitlord community. I'm like it's not my thing, but hey, they're being really successful at it, make a lot of money, so what can you do, right? Uh, Beast Nation, got paid today. Feel the love. I will, Beast Nation. You rock. I really appreciate that. Uh, let me stop talking and get uh, get the get the surfs on here. I don't want to leave them hanging too long because I did promise I was going to have them on. So here we go. Let's see if I can call the surfs. The surfs. Hopefully this is going to work. Uh, call. Boom. Let's see if this works. Hopefully I'll be able to hear them. Surfs, are you out there, surfs, calling you? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, Dusty? Awesome. Rocking this shit. Have you been watching the show so far? Uh, we were just tuning in and you were talking about Rogaine. And so I uh, I didn't uh, know... Uh, <laughs> I didn't I'm talking know. mad shit about you guys. You're my new enemies. No, I'm just kidding, honestly. Oh, nice. I already this love you guys. We're already debating. This, uh, this <laughs> we're already debating. This stuff I really care about so much. I'm trying to get your camera to turn on. Waiting for it to pop up here. Hopefully it will. Um, but let me just make sure I got video open. Video open. There you go. Boom. Look at that handsome face. Hey, How old are you? Uh, I can't say it'll dox me, but uh, I'm in my 30s. Yeah, okay. You look I'm, younger uh, than that. Fetus. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me a little about the surfs. How long have you guys been doing what you're doing? I heard you guys got banned on your last account or something. Oh, we've been banned everywhere, my friend. Oh. Anywhere you can be banned, we've probably been banned from. Um, what'd, you, what'd you get banned for? Uh, well, okay, I'll, I'll start. Uh, so I'm Lance. I'm one half of the Surfs. We are a comedy duo on the YouTubes, and then I do daily streaming on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the Surfs TV. Uh, oh, now I'm staring at myself. staring at myself. This is weird. Um, <laughs> Enjoy it. Embrace the beauty. Well, I'm going to see if I can just get you... <laughs> see so much myself and uh yeah we have a youtube uh we do youtube comedy where we basically uh rip into right-wing reactionaries your steven crowders your ben shapiro's all those lovely people 
And um, we had a, a smaller YouTube channel, probably like 7,000 subs around uh, April Fool's this year. It, the whole thing got uh, taken down. We don't know exactly why. I think it was because it was an alt-right attack because we'd made a video on Joe Rogan and a video on uh, PewDiePie that got really popular. And then uh, we started noticing we got lots and lots of hate mail from the right to the alt-right. Um, then you guys so, blew up. Uh, blew up since April. You guys blew up since April. Yeah, well, it was one of those Streisand effect things, right? Like as soon as um, as soon as uh, we got taken down, everyone just wanted to uh, to help us out, and it was it was actually a really really nice thing. I mean, everyone, all these people we had never met. Uh, I'd never met American Johnson. I'd never met uh, Peter Coffin. I'd never met each bomber guy. All these red tubers uh, or a sound biker. They all started uh, tweeting out our story and, and telling everyone it, and it was uh, you know a solidarity from strangers I had never experienced before. It was. Uh, it was a really humbling thing. You got canceled. It always benefits <laughs> you when you get canceled. That's where the real cash comes in. I wish I'd get me some canceled. Fuck. When I got canceled, I really got canceled. Lost all my audience and shit. Didn't make any money. What the fuck? I'm doing it wrong. I need to figure this shit out better. Okay, so what's your story? I heard that you were, uh, you were like uh, an anti-social justice warrior, atheist kind of guy. I mean, mostly I did atheism stuff. And then when the anti-SJW stuff took over YouTube, I mean, I... I guess I was a little bit of that because basically everybody that was in my peer group, like the amazing atheists, everybody, you know, was doing that kind of shit. And so I dipped my toe in a little bit for a couple months, but then I kind of started feeling bad about it because I kind of see the direction that it was going and realizing that all I was going to do was help Trump get elected. And, and I realized all they were doing was they were going out and looking at the minutia that the left was doing and blowing it way out of proportion while pretty much giving the right a pass for everything. And I, you know, I was even at one point in discussions with uh, the drunken peasants when TJ and Paul and them were all on there, they were making like 5,000 a week each. They were making huge money. And I was in discussions wow. to go on tour with them. And I was trying to figure out if I could morally <laughs> do that. And then I realized I can't, like I have to speak out against all this stuff. So I don't really agree with the direction all this is going. So I kind of spoke out against it. And everybody in the goddamn world made a video about me, you know, saying that I was old and I was just doing this for attention and don't listen to me. And I was wrong. And I think history's pretty much proven that I was telling the fucking truth about it all. But what you going to do? I, I lost a lot of my audience, but it's not really a loss because I had attracted so many embarrassing, shitty people that I'm really thankful not to have my audience anymore because because uh, now I have an audience that I don't have to be embarrassed of, which is way so better. You, you chose basically way less money for the oh, yeah. high road. Yeah. Yes, yes, very much so, um, <laughs> which, is, which is fine. You know, I, I prefer that. And it's, a lot, it's also a lot less pressure when you're not that famous anymore. So mm-hmm. don't have to worry. I sleep better now. I don't have to worry about what I'm saying too much. It's way better. Yeah, that's nice. Sleeping's good. Sleeping's awesome. So we're talking about Joe Rogan. And okay. uh, I was reading some of the comments from what's happened on Joe Rogan. I, uh, I showed some of his videos where he's saying the N-word like a thousand times. I don't know if you saw that video. And I showed the video where he said that he was in an all-black neighborhood and it was like walking to the Planet of the Apes, which is not amazing. And I showed the video where he uh, talking to a, a guy who was half black, half white, and saying that black people had different brains than white people. So, And then I was reading comments from people who uh, were giving their opinions, some of them are really in favor of Joe Rogan giving an endorsement to Bernie Sanders, and some of them have a problem with it. So I thought I'd read a few of these with you, and then you could chime in and give your opinion on what you think about the situation. How's that sound? Sure. All right. So this one's from Sultan of Argabog. Liberals, we should find ways to get socially conservative people to vote alongside us so we can win. Bernie Sanders, hey, look, I got Joe Rogan's vote. One of the most influential people in the country. Liberals, unacceptable. He's held socially conservative views in the past. So what's your opinion on this? 
Do you think there's a uh, problem? Those specific ones or, or just Joe Rogan in general? Uh, just your opinion in general on the situation. Uh, okay, well, I mean, we were the ones who kind of made the two viral Joe Rogan videos. Because, like, at the time, no one was really doing anything on Joe Rogan. So that's kind of why we, like, I, I come from a place where I was a huge Joe Rogan fan. Okay, I'll be the first to say that uh, as like a teenager, when uh, Fear Factor came out, it was the greatest thing in the world. You know, like people eating penises, testicles, just uh, Donkey Kong. Uh, Drink yeah, that Donkey Kong. All of it. All of it. I mean, yeah, you just put it in a blender. It's delicious. Uh, so, yeah, I love that shit. Uh, I love Joe Rogan. I, I like I even like news radio. Right. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not a huge UFC guy, but I, I you know, I, I respect that they pulled I off love there. the UFC. Yeah. OK, well, there you go. Right. Like, I, I have nothing against it. Um, so what irked me was Joe Rogan kind of went on what I consider to be the intellectual dark web arc after uh, the fiasco involving a trans athlete. So he had a trans uh, woman athlete participating in the women category of the UFC. And Joe well, Rogan likes it, to claim that she was... It, it uh, wasn't the UFC, but... It wasn't the UFC. Yeah, no, it was, it was a D-level organization. I don't think Fallon Fox ever made it to the UFC as far as I know. I could be wrong about that, but I don't recall her ever making it to the UFC. I have to look that up. But anyway, I know what you're uh, talking yeah. about. But anyways, yeah. Either either way, he uh, he was really really upset about that. Uh, oh, sorry, it's the MMA. Yeah, MMA. He's a retired MMA fighter. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he he had made he had made the claim that she was just demolishing uh, all of her opponents. Uh, I don't think that's entirely fair. No, right? it wasn't she true. Was for one thing, she got her ass yeah. whooped by a cis woman. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, you know, looking at the total wins, knockouts, submissions. Anyways, I think he was he was way off base when it came to the trans athlete debate. But he used that uh, as a way of kind of taking a stance on that subject. That's what kind of got a huge amount of backlash from a lot of people, probably on the left. I'm guessing the left and the progressives were mad about his his you know his choice to that's the hill to die on kind of thing, right? Um, and then I guess through that, and once you get the backlash from a certain community, you start to gravitate towards other communities. And he started to gravitate towards the intellectual dark web. Uh, he also became really good friends with, uh, say, Dave Rubin and Jordan Peterson around that time, mm -hmm. uh, as well as Sam Harris. And so that's when you start seeing Joe Rogan having this arc from about 2016 onward, where he has Jordan Peterson on six times, if I'm correct. Uh, he has Ben Shapiro on twice, Sam Harris on twice, uh, Brett Weinstein. So... He's, he's given a platform to a lot of really shady people. Um, mm -hmm. That in and of itself is not horrible because he, he platforms a lot of people, right? I'm, I have no problem with, you know, he, he mostly has comedians and he mostly has MMA fighters and UFC fighters on his show. That's his shtick. Um, but in his interviews, say, with Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro, all that stuff, he does say a lot of transphobic shit. And, uh, you know, outside of just saying a bunch of transphobic stuff, he also... Um, kind of propels a lot of concepts that I think directly endanger and contribute to the high rates of suicide, which has to do a lot with stigmatization of those communities. So on that front, you know, he's kind of a piece of shit. That's kind of like if someone was like, hey, by the way, Joe Rogan's on some new arc. He wants to get into progressivism, leftism. I would say, okay, awesome. I'm all for that. I like, I love redemption arcs, you know. Uh, this is just kind of what I would say are the things he would have to start working on or at least trying to ameliorate, right? And like he also Great. never takes anything down. Like he's got, like you said, those videos that you watch, those are probably videos that you watch off his actual YouTube channel, right? Mm -hmm. Like you didn't have to go to some Infowars.com or anything like that when you're trying to find it, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with a lot of people. I know you have a huge, uh, huge vendetta against someone like Shuan Head, which we can talk about in a bit. But <laughs> for someone like Shuan Head, I say the same thing. Like Shuan Head, I think if, if she, you know, wants to be part of this whole, now I'm, I'm, I'm 
pro Bernie and all this kind of stuff. That's awesome. You have a million subscribers. I want those million subscribers to go vote for Bernie Sanders, just like I want those millions and millions of uh, Joe Rogan listeners to go vote for Bernie Sanders. Like I'm all for this, you know, I'm, I'm behind it. And uh, in both cases, I would say, by the way, she want to probably take down those videos, uh, you know, Really or at least use your platform, the same platform you use to spread that bullshit, to try to correct the record and try to undo some of the harm you've done. I think that's what you kind of have to do exactly. at a minimum exactly. to get redemption. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I don't care about uh, a Joe Rogan redemption arc in terms of like the short term. I was in 10 days. Uh, so I'm fully, fully saying, hey, yes, I, I have nothing wrong with Bernie Sanders getting behind Joe Rogan and, uh, and doing this. I mean, I'll, I'll use my platform to be like, hey, everybody, by the way, in case you didn't know, Joe Rogan uh, is problematic for these reasons. But at the same time, yeah, go go push forward and, and tell your millions and millions of supporters to go for the first well, I'm old as fuck. I was actually into Joe Rogan way before you were. I was into him because of Alex Jones. I used to be this huge Alex Jones fan. I used to listen to Alex <laughs> Jones three hours every day. This is no fucking lie. I used to have my own like doomsday prepper compound. Like I thought the world was going to fucking end. And uh, they sold me this shit hook, line, and sinker. And one of the main people that sold it to me was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was on there, you know, supporting Alex Jones and kind of backing what he was saying. And I was like, well, hell, Joe Rogan's a smart dude. And I'm a fan. He wouldn't be on here saying this shit if it wasn't true and real. So nobody's to blame but me. It's totally my fucking fault. But they definitely helped push me down that road. So I do have a little bone to pick with him about that. But other than that, you know, not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally think that, uh, you know, everyone has, like, autonomy and you have the ability to make your own decisions. Uh, but there's there's an argument to be made also about the kind of pipeline that exists on uh, YouTube, for example, right? Um, I mean, there's enough academic papers that have come out already that have demonstrated how there's, uh, uh, say, someone like Joe Rogan has someone on, like, uh, Dave Rubin. And then David Rubin has on someone like Stephen Molyneux, right? And then mm -hmm. Stephen Molyneux has on someone like Jared Taylor. Jared Taylor has someone like Richard Spencer. Before you know it, if you're, you know, following each one of these creators, they're all cross-pollinating with each other, you're going down a pipeline that for some people won't do anything. Some people will be like, I don't give two shits about these people. And other people like uh, Faraday Speaks, for example, will go from point A all the way down to becoming an alt writer through that pipeline. Mm -hmm. They definitely form clicks. I notice everybody does. They even BreadTube's got their little clicks going on and... I usually don't try to involve myself into those clicks too much because I find when you get involved with the clicks, it kind of limits what you're allowed to say about the other people in the clicks. And I just like to talk shit about everybody because I can't like shut the fuck up. So I usually don't get invited to the barbecues very often, which I totally understand. But uh, yeah. I thought I'd read Chrissy Ossity. You know who Chrissy Ossity is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought I'd read her take on it. She said, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I still love, I still, I'll still vote for Bernie. Who else is there? But we need someone who could bring leftist strains together and bind them into a solid force for a better world. And he is not that. I guess talking about Joe Rogan. So, uh, and I thought but, I'd read on. Go ahead. Well, again, you, you don't need to uh, think of Joe Rogan as suddenly being an, uh, an extension of the Bernie Sanders campaign. It, it's, it's in the opposite direction, right? Joe Rogan has said, I'm going to vote for Bernie Sanders. And by proxy, his millions and millions of listeners might now think about doing the same thing. Yeah, I agree I with that. Joe, Joe Rogan's going to be working on the Bernie Sanders campaign. I don't think he's going to be doing rallies, right? I mean, I, I think wrong. I think a lot of these people they don't really have a problem with Joe Rogan's endorsement. They have a problem with Bernie Sanders' celebration of the endorsement because Joe Rogan has been so problematic in the in the past. So they kind of feel like he's abandoning them away, like Cat Black. You know that is uh, very oh, uh, popular. Yeah, I, I thought Cat Black probably had the best response of yeah. anyone on this subject. She said, I don't know, though. I agree, but I am confused by how, hey, maybe don't celebrate the endorsement from a transphobe is translated as don't vote for him. Would Bernie have lost out if he didn't acknowledge the support? Question mark. 
And I think that's a, you know, I understand that take. I, I try to listen to what trans people say because obviously their experiences are legitimate and we should be listening to them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, this is one of those things that I would also like to see uh, more trans individuals get platformed and have discussions about, right? Like, what are we doing right now? This is two, two white cishets talking about issues. Uh, I'm Native American. Must have had. Oh, okay. Not really. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to oh, Elizabeth okay. Warren on you. I'm just making a joke. But yes, I totally agree. I need to have Cat Block on here. I need to do more of a, make more of an effort to actually practice what I preach and start elevating these voices more. I make fun of uh, bread too for bread too being so white. And so I need to, you know, practice what I preach and be the change I want to see in the world and try to have more uh, content creators of color on here. There's, there's, uh, there's a lot of great discords about that. There's, uh, you know, uh, color tube, which has been really, really good for platforming people. There's a new program called, um, uh, I don't want to say the wrong name. It's rev something, but it's a whole group of smaller creators that are all uplifting each other. And they're also really helping out uh, creators with disabilities too, which is also pretty, pretty fantastic in my mind. Yep. Definitely endorse that. Uh, Victor Von Doom or Don Doom says Rogan's endorsement isn't a big deal, but takes like this need to be pushed back on. Peterson isn't a boogeyman. This is uh, Ethan Klein's take, which I read your uh, comment on that earlier. Peterson isn't a boogeyman. He's a very real and has spread transphobia, namely his inability to read the C-16 bill. Trans women are women. Ethan clearly has no idea what puberty blockers are. I thought Ethan's take came off to me as just straight up transphobia. What did you think about it? Ethan's take? Yeah. Uh, the third one's really damaging because that's the one that really affects kids, in my opinion, right? If, you, uh, if you're a kid and you're already dealing with all the you know, difficulties of just being young and in high school, I mean, it's, it's, it's prison, basically, right? It's like it's a really fucked up time. On top of that, you're dealing with gender dysphoria. Uh, and then you see, and you might, I mean, ideally you have a loving and wonderful family. That would be the perfect situation. But most likely you also have parents who may or may not accept, you know, what they're going through. And then on top of that, if you're seeing people on the internet, especially people with the biggest platforms, they might even be your heroes talking about how the, it might be tantamount to child abuse to even, you know, breach those kind of subjects with you. I think that's dangerous, right? I mean, study after study, especially peer-reviewed studies, uh, indicate that the high rates of suicide uh, that are experienced within the trans community have most in part to do with the stigmatization uh, of trans people in general society. So I think if you are basically saying shit like that, you're contributing to that atmosphere. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's just sad, to be honest. I agree. We were talking about earlier about the puberty blockers and how many uh, trans people have committed suicide because they didn't have that as an option. How many of them might have made a different decision? If they would have, you know, had that available to them when they're growing up. But instead, people like Joe Rogan tell them, oh, my God, you know, this is child abuse. Or Ethan tells them it's pure insanity. But, you know, it's just an option for them, you know, and uh, yeah, one that no, seems very viable to me. Well, I mean, uh, I would rather uh, I would rather they have kind of options than the alternative, which is basically child suicide. Suicide. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Let's see if there's anything else I want to read about on here. Um, oh, yeah. Jink. Jink had his take on it. Um, Jink says, what does Bernie Sanders get for his kind? Oh, we're talking about, uh, Hillary Clinton. This is a different take about Hillary Clinton saying that nobody likes Bernie Sanders, which, uh, man, I don't want to use a gendered slur against her, but I really do want to use a gendered slur against her right now wait, because wait. he did 39 rallies for her. Like I, I was wrong on that. Apparently it's 41. Oh, 41. That's what Jink said. I'm going by stupid Jink. God damn it. But he says 39, but if it's 41, I'll take that. But man, I can imagine like 
getting out of bed and doing 41 things for somebody like that and then having them say nobody likes me, traveling the country, stumping for them. That just seems, God damn it, it's so ungrateful. Yeah, but I mean, we ain't seen nothing yet, right? Like imagine how many people are going to be doing that. How many people, like how much pushback there's going to be? Oh, wow, sorry. Um, I'm really important. Thank you so much for the uh, the raid of 109 viewers. Dusty, are you familiar with, with Twitch and the raids and all the, the fun and, stuff? Yet? No, I don't know what's going on over there. Okay, so one of the advantages of streaming on Twitch uh, than to YouTube, uh, besides the fact that you don't get demonetized for like LGBTQ content, um, is the fact that you can share uh, your audience with other people. So when you're done, you can kind of do a little bit of practice mm -hmm. and then, uh, you know, you can raid into someone else. So instead of just turning your stream off, and I don't know if you have like 300 or 400 people watching you right now, when you're done, those 300 people have to go about their, you know, do what they want to do. But if you raid into someone else, then you'll send those 300 people to someone else's show and then they can in turn, uh, you know, watch. Oh, that's pretty cool. That must be what was going on, on your channel earlier. I was checking it out and there was somebody else on your channel. So I assume you guys are raiding for them. Uh, yeah. Oh, so that's, some kind that's of charity also, stream. That's, uh, that's all. That's, that's also sweet. Uh, so you can just auto host. So I've just got, I've got a list of like a hundred creators and I basically put the smaller ones at the top of my list. And then whenever I'm not streaming, my channel's just being used to, to broadcast theirs, which I think is also pretty cute. Well, we're working on getting me into some Twitch, moving away from nothing but, uh, YouTube. Do you guys game or you just do streams like this? Uh, I just do news, politics, and dumpster fires uh, generally, <laughs> but uh, a lot of a lot of our fans want us to start playing more games. It's just the, the tough. I, I I'd almost want to start a second channel because the tough thing is if I'm using this channel and all the vods are all about kind of like uh, here's the news. And even though I'm not serious, I mean our show. If you watch our show, it, it's like it's like a nightmare. Um, but even though there's there's that going on, I still kind of want it to be about news and politics and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and are you a uh, like an anarcho communist like no. American Johnson is? What are your what is your political affiliation? No, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm a socialist, but I'm kind of like I'm more the modern day variety. Um, I'm not a democratic socialist, but uh, I think democratic socialists are awesome allies. I'm all about demis. Uh, you know, I want to give warm blankets and hugs. Um, but no, for for myself, um, I'm I'm really big into the teachings of say like Richard Wolff, uh, Noam Chomsky. Even though Noam Chomsky is kind of a libertarian socialist, but my big thing and that my sales pitch is what I would tell people is that uh, the job that you well, like where you spend the majority of your day, right? I'm um, guessing eight to nine hours is probably the job you hate, right? Uh, for most people, um, I want to extend freedom to the workplace. That's that's what I want to do. The same freedom that you have to vote in your everyday uh, to vote for your politicians. You want to vote for your Donald Trumps, you want to vote for your Bernie Sanders, whoever. You have the freedom to vote. I want to give you that same power. I want to extend your freedom to the workplace. And the easiest and best way for me, in my opinion, to achieve that is to have worker-owned cooperatives. And the worker-owned cooperatives that we already have in places, say, like Spain, uh, have been proven to be incredibly effective. They have the very same rate of death as uh, traditional uh, capitalist ventures, uh, but they just have a different rate of birth. So based on that alone, you can have the same kind of success in company structures, but the difference being is that you have a lot more uh, uh, equality amongst the workers. So do you think we should take over already existing businesses or do we have to wait for the system to collapse and then build a new from the ground up? Uh, well, I think the first steps could be because you've got to be pragmatic, uh, sorry, pragmatic about this, right? So if you have someone like Bernie Sanders who comes into power, I would want to see a lot of gov uh, government incentivization for starting worker cooperatives. That would be one of the first steps that I would, uh, that I would tell people. This also has to come with education, right? You have to understand that most People probably think of what I'm saying as some kind of strange communist manifesto or something. I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying 
uh, I want to extend the same rights that you have in your, in your electorate to your ability to have them in your job um, in order to either protect yourselves. And I think even if you're going to vote against your interests, because the argument can be made, hey, people still vote for someone like Donald Trump, right? And they had the power to vote. So even though it's with the popular vote, but anyways, you have the power to vote and you still can vote against your interests. I still think fundamentally you should have that right. It's like telling someone, do you want to take away your, your right to vote? Do you want to take away your, your power of democracy? Probably would say no. So I want people. Um, and then, yes, my second step would be to start uh, taking over existing businesses. I think uh, a lot of uh, businesses that are based on natural resources should probably be nationalized, uh, which I know is probably going to be getting a little bit closer to the radical side. But Amazon, almost. nationalize Amazon immediately. <laughs> that, that I was going to say, rather than, ra here's something that you can reach across your aisle with. I know uh, a lot of the right wingers and a lot of the centrists and even the the liberals and neoliberals might like this idea. Everyone seems to be really afraid of big tech, uh, tech companies, right? Everyone seems to be really afraid of Google, Facebook. Oh, wow, they have so much power. What if we nationalized them? What if we broke them up? What if we made them uh, a matter of public, uh, you know, they, they serve the public good. Uh, the same thing with Comcast and other uh, giant uh, telecommunication companies. Like these are now a part of our everyday society. We kind of need these things, right? The same way we would need electricity and water. I mean, obviously, one is more important than the other, but I still think that uh, you would necessarily need one of these. Um, I mean, these th these are all pragmatic steps that I would have to take. They're saying you're a little low. I'm trying to figure out how to turn your volume up. Mm. It might be something you have to do. Uh, no. Uh, so you right-click on me in um, in your Discord, and then uh, you right-click on my name, and then a volume thing pops up, volume slider. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so such a fucking boomer at this bullshit. I right click on you and okay, this is not gonna work. Uh, oh, there we go. Boom! Look at that. Nice. Hell yeah! I don't know if that worked, but I did it. So suck right. it, everybody. That sounds a little better. All right, <laughs> rock. All right, I was gonna do a tackle this horrible take from your buddy Peter Coffin. Did you see the? Uh, did you see the video where he kicked himself in the nuts? Did you see that video? I have not known. Is you that, haven't a, seen is that it? one of his new ones? No, I haven't. No, it's old. Uh, like it was one of his first Taste of Fames. He went on the Steve Harvey show, and he is, uh, his stupid human trick was to kick himself in the nuts. It's a true story. You have to watch this. I, I, I might play it in a minute. But anyway, Peter right. Coffin says, Ableism is real and bad, but telling people to change their behavior on Twitter will not do anything about the conditions that produce ableism. Instead, it will either instill guilt or demoralize or create backlash. This approach has been what ostensibly leftist people have taken on every societal ill, and it needs to stop. I think we can all agree on these problems' validity, but I will not be participating in discussions about what words are good and bad. That seems like a bad take to me. What do you think? Um, well, Shit on I mean, him. He's, he's, deep, he's deeply entrenched in basically the material conditions that uh, set up a lot of these systems, right? So what he's trying to say in this is that uh, and this is a difference between maybe me and Coffin is that I think that people are still, uh, well, I, he might even agree with this. I can't put words in his mouth. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's, he's ultimately about breaking down the power structures that create these environments, right? So um, I mean, I'm sure you understand by this point the, the hierarchies that are based and built based on um, different economic systems, different classes that are formed by the fact that most people inherit their wealth. Most wealth is not created, for example. Uh, within capitalism, yes, you can move up and down. There's upward mobility. It's way better than feudalism before it. But at the same time, uh, when it comes down to brass tax, most people either inherit their wealth or uh, they get to create new wealth by using the wealth of their parents. Um, 
and that's just statistically how the world works. So it does set up all these different kinds of class structures, like intersectional um, suffrage that happens on, on multiple levels happens based on this. It's, it's usually there's there's an, an origin to most of it. And that's not to say it's the cause of it, right? Like racism would still exist without capitalism. It existed before capitalism, but these things exacerbate it. And so he's saying that if we get rid of one, uh, we can also help ameliorate the conditions. And a big thing for him, too, is I think right now he's trying to say that, like, the ultimate goal should be about Bernie Sanders winning more than it should be about uh, some kind of, I don't know, moral policing over these kind of things. But don't you think we should call out ableist talk? Like, we should hold each other accountable on social media. That seems like a well, okay, reasonable accountable on social Accountable on social media might be a little bit different. Right, like social media, really the place for this kind of discord. Are you changing hearts and minds uh, compared to are you as a person, right, uh, actively not using the R slur when you have conversations? Like, are, are you yes. Dusty as a broadcaster, actively not using the R slur anymore because you understand that it's dehumanizing? Right, that yes. to me would be making a concerted change that actually affects something. Whereas if I pop into someone's Twitter DMs, and trust me, I'm guilty of this. I do it all the time. I love going off at Tim Pool and stuff. But if I if I like you know I pop into someone on Twitter and I'm like, hey, by the way, you should say that. I don't know if I've really made the change that I think I have. Right. I, I do both. I try to lead by example, but also want to call other people out in a fucking heartbeat for all this shit because you know. Why would you want to hang around somebody that's shitty? I want to let them know, like, I'm not going to associate with you until you change your behavior. And this is why. Make it plain. But so I mean, you on know Twitter, you're expected. not really hanging out with them, be the argument. Right? Well, like, on, tw- on Twitter, we're all just kind of, like, off in our little orbs, and we all bump into each other every now and then. Well, right? we like associate you- by politeness. Who you choose mm-hmm. to be polite to and who you choose not to be polite to is kind of who is in your own little social orbit. So mm-hmm. I choose not to be polite and friendly with people that I think are problematic because I don't want to be friends with shitheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the same time, do you leave the door open for redemption too? I mean, you're, oh, you're part of a redemption arc yourself. I right? preach all about redemption, but you know, you have mm-hmm. to want redemption to, to get it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think a yeah. lot of these people don't really want it. Like Shu, you were talking about, she doesn't really want it. She just wants to sweep everything under the rug and feel like it never happened, mm-hmm. which I think is, you know, bullshit. That's not well, how you make amends. <laughs> Here's okay. So with Shu, here's my two things. The first one being is I agree with you. I think Shu should take down any of the old shitty videos that she has. I know they're still up there, right? Uh, I I've heard that she like unequivocally uh, condemns her past comments, especially the really racist ones, right? Um, the other thing to me though is like the people I find are really vilified who used to be you know like right wingers or alt writers happen to usually be women, right? They don't seem to be like on the other side of the fence for men right like uh i've got like lucid fox i've got faraday speaks or or we've got you for example there's there's a lot of people where it seems like the redemption arcs uh is it's more accepted as as in people like don't ask as much of them like i mean faraday speaks was an active member of the alt-right like he actually genuinely believed in uh you know the differences in races and that he was part of the master race and that uh, black people were dumber than him and they had lower iqs and that's the reason that africa is the way it is things like that like really toxic evil stuff uh and at the same time like you know we all adore him now like he's he's this wonderful kid who's like trying to de-radicalize people and uh i mean that's that's a way more problematic past than shu ever had well i think as long as you're using the same platform that you use to spread that bullshit to begin with to try to correct the record then you're deserving a redemption but if you're not doing that like for example like our video about leslie jones where she called leslie jones an ugly gorilla that video got seen 1.5 million times and so, yeah, she has gone on shows like Valsh and said that she knows it's problematic, but she hasn't used the same platform where any reasonable number of her fans that saw the original video will actually see it and know that she now finds that behavior problematic. 
So she's not actually using her platform to change the harm she caused to begin with. So how can you redeem somebody when they're not willing to do that? Seems very basic. Well, the redemption, I guess, is in it's it's, it's I was to say it's in the eye of the beholder, but I was like, it's it's kind of up to you, right? Like you are technically going to be the person who decides whether or not you find them to be above or below redemption. I like my question to you would be this though: in 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 the interim, whether or not you 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 despise Shu on head or you just don't think about her, are you at least happy that Shuan Han would be promoting the idea to her millions and millions of followers to vote for Bernie Sanders? But she was already doing that, though. When she was saying all this stuff about Leslie Jones, she was already supporting Bernie Sanders. She's been supporting Bernie Sanders oh, since 2016. I'm, I'm so, not yeah, super familiar with you. The whole time she's been doing all this very toxic, problematic stuff, she was always supporting Bernie Sanders. So her support mm-hmm. of Bernie Sanders is nothing new or different. It's what's okay. always been done. Even her new channel, I think it's called Brainlet, which is a meme that's based off an ableist slur she literally mm-hmm. named her new channel off an ableist slur so it's like mm-hmm. it's still incredibly toxic behavior in my opinion it's hard to overlook fair, it okay fair enough but then do you think that that's the person that maybe should be getting the concentration of our ire right like for me i usually go off against the right or the far right because i find them to be the bigger enemies like i find like to be totally honest, they are the ones controlling most of the levers of power, especially in the United States, right? Between the presidency, the Senate, and even though, you know, the Democrats control the House, I'd say the vast majority of the, the power in America for the last like, couple of decades has probably been within the, the sphere of the Republicans to the right. So to me, they would be a bigger a bigger person to, to concentrate on than someone who is like being ableist on one end and also telling their their fans to vote for Bernie Sanders, for example. Yes, that's why I spend 99% of my time shitting on right-wing chuds. I spend less than 1% of my time shitting on the left or giving bread tube shit. You know, it's not something I do. Like, we might talk a little about the kerfuffle I have with bread tube, but it's not really something I give a shit about. <laughs> it's something yeah, to that talk up. shit let's about, about that. for, an, yeah. you know, a day on Twitter, but it's not something I want to be the face of the movement mm-hmm. calling for transparency on bread tube because I don't really give a shit about that, and I don't think that that's an important expenditure of my time when we have not all this enough. right-wing shit. But we can talk about it. I, mean, I have no problem talking about it. I mean, I, you know, I talk shit and I got criticism and that's the way it's supposed to work, right? You know, you, you, mm-hmm. if you dish it, you got to be able to take it. Let me read a few of these uh, super chats real quick and then we'll get yeah, on yeah, to that please, next. Please. Good um, Dustin, do you think that Louis C.K. can be redeemed? And if not, why? Sure, of course he can. He's just got to own up to the shit he's done and then use his platform to make it right again. Just like anybody else. Thank you for that. Incorrigible delinquent. Would you be willing to have God is Gray on the show? You know who that is? God is Gray? Uh, no, I'm not familiar. Sorry. I'm also not familiar, but sure. As long as they're not a Nazi, I'll talk to anybody. I just don't platform Nazis or white supremacists, but as long as you're not a white supremacist, I'll have you on the show. H.S. Ross. Hi, surfs. Love your content. Thanks for all you oh, do. I'm just you. confused why you don't count yourself as a democratic socialist. Aren't most democratic socialists in favor of workers' co-ops? Uh, well, they might be favor of worker co-ops as an extension. Democratic socialists essentially want the capitalist system to work as it does, but just be uh, let's say more equitable uh, for people of the lower classes. They want very strong social safety nets, right? So probably they want things like housing for all, Medicare for all, all of which are beautiful things. That's why I think that we should, we on the left should embrace democratic socialism. I ultimately want to remove the power structure where we currently have, which is employee, uh, sorry, employer, employee. That's that's the current system that we have now. We've had previous systems before this, right? We used to have uh, masters and slaves. Uh, we've had monarchs and slaves. We've also had lords and serfs. Uh, under the feudal system. We've had mercantile capitalism. We've had tons of different evolutions of the capitalist system. And now we currently exist in a system where we have employers and employees. I want to remove that dynamic entirely. I don't want there to be any employers 
uh, or employees. I want to be everyone to be working within companies which they have skin in the game. They work for cooperatives. Uh, so in the long term, I would like to eliminate bosses entirely. Not in the same sense, though. Like these companies, by the way, worker cooperatives can have CEOs. Uh, in the case of uh, Mandegran in Spain, uh, the CEOs cap out at 10 to 1, which I think is completely commensurate. Because at the end of the day, the reality is some people will want to work harder than other people. And that's that's just the reality of, you know, human beings in general. Typically, uh, if you look at like participatory economics or the systems of Paracon, which I think is a really, really good way to evolve the current capitalist system we have, typically 20% uh, of the population will, uh, you know, direct themselves towards uh, careers and jobs that might be a little bit more difficult because they are more inherently attuned to that. Uh, when I interviewed Michael Alberts, for example, the first thing he said to me is, you'll never be Michael Jordan. He's like, no matter, no matter what you do, Lance, no matter what you try to do, you're never going to be Michael Jordan. And I'm sorry, but that's, that's just the reality of how you were born, right? Like, okay, so that's, that's the reality of it. So we can ameliorate the working conditions for everyone to a certain extent. We can try to have the exact same equality of opportunity, which is you, you can get as close as you possibly could to that. Well, at the same time, that'll ameliorate the eventual equality of outcome for, uh, for most of society. I kind of agree with TJ Kirk on this. I want to build towards a future where we can all just, nobody has to work. We're just all laying in these hovercrafts, floating around malls, watching television all day and eating whatever the fuck we want to and getting fat while robots do everything for us. That's is, the future that the I want to see. Wally? I know, that's what You're I said. Wally. That's exactly it. You're describing I Wally. Want, I want to have the Wally future. I think they got it right. But. Hmm. Uh, let's that's, see. Hilarious. that's hilarious. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. I, I disagree with the, uh, the assertion that socialists or communists or anarcho-communists don't want to work. Uh, I, I completely disagree with that characterization. I don't think that's fair. I think they want to work. They just want to work in a system that's more efficient and more equitable, right? So that's basically what I want to uh, work towards achieving. Yeah, I definitely agree. No one should have to like work eight hours of their life oh, every God. day in a fucking cubicle at something. But they that's hate. what we all do. I mean, I like you know, eight uh, hours. Eight hours if you're people. lucky, right? Yeah, yeah, but like it's it's eight hours if you're lucky. I mean, I, I work close to seventeen hours between three Good jobs Lord. right now. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm trying to you know build a, a surfy media whatever you call this dumpster fire that would do me just on uh, your surf thing or do you have other jobs uh no i'm also a professional video editor um but i mean i'm pretty close to dropping that one so soon it'll just be two surf things so we'll be doing the surf channel and then i mean my ultimate long-term goal would be to have a worker cooperative where it's kind of like the majority report or something where we do news comedy and politics and there's a whole bunch of people who uh who work on the same thing together um but yeah, uh, that's the thing. People people work really long hours. They, we spend the majority of our waking lives in jobs we hate, and that old cliche is true. Um, and to be honest, I don't really foresee us like I don't believe in an armed revolution. I don't like that's the reason I don't really describe myself. And I, I like the romanticism of those ideas in the past things human beings have done. And I believe in protests and revolts. Like I think the Yellow Jacket movement in France really showed what happens when a neoliberal government tries to push austerity measures on the people and also tries to push things like gas tax on the people when everyone clearly knows that these things should be falling on the giant corporations that basically control our lives. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm for all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I don't see us flipping the switch overnight uh you know the majority of people who kind of talk about this stuff i don't know if they would want to grab a rifle and, and, and you know go shoot their neighbors kind of thing because they they own houses and stuff 
Um, sounds like Trumpism. (laughs) Yeah, like, I also want to work on, like, uh, ameliorating conditions for people today and now. Like, there are people who are actively suffering way more than I am, right? Like, I'm I'm just, like, this jabroni on the internet. Um, But there are people who are genuinely suffering, especially, like, the more you stack the intersectionality on them, right? The the more privilege you, or sorry, the less privilege you have, the probably the worse you have it off. So I I want to work on things that I think we can do in the the now and also uh, are feasible kind of. That was exactly my criticism of BreadTube. That was what I got shit on for saying. We could do more now to, for harm reduction by <laughs> encouraging more charity with those in the upper middle class. And yeah. also BreadTube, the community, could take a more active role in tackling wealth inequality by deciding who they want to funnel their money to. Didn't seem Steve, that like, unreasonable I, I, to me. Like, if you saw the fourth paragraph, I think the only one that you liked when I made the giant post uh, responding to everything, uh, I'm with you. Like, I would love if someone making a million dollars a year was using that for all these great things. Like, I fantasize what I could do with that kind of money, right? And, like, that that would be absolutely incredible if someone who was really huge was also spending it on all these other people, smaller creators, people who need it, and also investing in in that. I think that that is a beautiful thing. At the same time, I don't consider it a, a requirement uh, for me to enjoy their content, to know their personal finances, right? Like, I, I think there's there's also a problem when people, like, I know there's people who think that Noam Chomsky is a bourgeois piece of shit because Noam Chomsky has a very nice house and he has two cars. And I think, yeah, he might even own two homes. Or the fact that Bernie Sanders owns, like, three he's homes. A, he's a landlord. Homes. I looked he's it up. He's a landlord. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> all these things, people are like, oh, let's bring out the guillotines. Um and at, at the same time, I'm like, you're not going to get people like Noam Chomsky or Bernie Sanders, uh, who have succeeded within the capitalist system itself, to rise to the levels that they have and be able to go out and like platform this kind of stuff. Like Noam Chomsky gets speaking engagements at the most prestigious universities, and that's very important that he does. Or huge like conferences and town halls; those are going to come with thirty to forty thousand dollar paychecks at the end of them, right? And if Noam Chomsky took that paycheck and then redistributed it, that would be so much more beautiful to me. But if he doesn't, I'm still not going to stop promoting him and his work and, and what he says because I still we need, like we're never going to win if if we if we throw those people away if we demand that every AOC wears a burlap sack instead of a beautiful dress if we demand that like you know they all live uh, representative of what they are they're never going to be those big amplificational voices on on that stage basically. Well, my critique was mainly about the community itself, not the content creators. The community decides where the money goes. And I think it wasn't even an idea that I came up with my own. It was something I read from other people who were saying that they are fine with funding these content creators, you know, videos, funding them very well so they can put out the best quality they can. And they're also fine with funding their lives where they can live very comfortably. But they don't want to fund their lives much greater than they need to live comfortably. And they think that money would be better spent on the poor content creators, which would allow them to spend more time making content and also putting out higher quality videos. And they can only make an educated decision on this if the content creators are more transparent about where the money's going, which is you know, an argument I totally understand. But at the same time, I think probably the solution to that is if a content creator is not being transparent enough for you, just don't donate to them. Donate to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So ultimately... Well, that's, that's, know, that's, the other, that's the other point, right? Like, is they, it is by donating. It, it, like they're, they're not like... Um, like I think you, I don't know if it was you or someone else who was like they're funneling money away from what could possibly be spent on better things. But I was like, I don't think they're really funneling because it's 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 like it's similar to like, um, like almost like busking, right? Like what what you and me do is essentially it's free for anyone who wants it. You can walk by and you can enjoy the music. And if you have a dollar to spare, that's wonderful. It helps us out. But if if you don't want to do that, then that's that's fair as well, right? 
But if you are funneling the money, or if you don't go about funneling, if you're donating to somebody in excess of what they need to comfortably live, and you could take that same exact money and donate it to a poor content creator, then yeah. you actually help the community overall because you have more content creators who have more resources to create quality content. Than I totally of these, agree with you. you know, but that, that, that responsibility top. falls on the individual, right? Like, I mean, well, I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't forcibly tell someone uh, which content creators they can spend money on. Well, not oh, and I think I, I think I just checkmated myself because someone's going to be like, isn't that what you want to do on a societal level? Like, <laughs> <laughs> checkmate. No, checkmate, Lib. <laughs> All right, let me finish off these uh, super chats. Yeah, super chats. Dusty, here's a fire for being Dusty. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Even if Shion Head did all of that, she will still be a garbage person to me. Yeah, like, I have issues with Shion Head that goes beyond this, of course. Like, I had an account on Twitter that took me 10 years to build up, and her fan base got it permanently deleted. And, like, when I was telling her that she shouldn't be platforming people like Lauren Southern because they're a white supremacist, she was making attack videos telling people that I'm old and not to listen to me because I was just doing it for attention. Well, I was telling the truth, you know. So there's a long history there other than just the basic reasons that she's toxic. Nuberific666 asked them, why should I take Peter Coffin seriously when he got blown out versus Destiny? I guess that one's aimed at you. Oh, is that a question to me? Yeah. Did you see the Peter uh, Coffin versus Destiny debate? I saw the second one where he basically ran away from the debate. He like, I was, took I his was, ball I and was, went home. No, I was the orchestrator of that. Oh yeah, you were. Really, I remember. I, yeah. I still feel really bad about that. Wow. I, uh, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm. Uh, oh, hold on. Someone's. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Someone, someone subscribed to me, so now it's it's playing on on the stream out loud. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Diana. It was. Uh, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate you. Um, sorry. The question being, uh, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm positive to a fault like i i've i've been taken advantage of before by people because sometimes I'm, I'm too trusting and i do things that are just like it's like that's no excuse sometimes if i'm just like you know goofy like oh this sounds fun oh, let's just do this right like that's no excuse like I, I definitely take responsibility for uh for what happened and uh you know i at the time i hadn't seen peter coffin's video uh the one he had done on destiny i hadn't even mm-hmm. seen it i was just in the middle of uh having a conversation with peter coffin and then destiny messaged me about a debate that i was setting up with him and someone else and then right away i was like oh by the way i'm talking to peter coffin would you guys want to have a conversation and he was like, what you're talking to peter coffin yes and then like i was like okay i guess i'll bring him on not at all knowing like oh wow yeah this is this is gonna be a really really unfair situation for like you know peter and everyone else who was in that call at the time like why was it unfair yeah. Uh, well, one, uh, it's putting people on the spot, right? Like what you and me are doing right now, we both consented to, and I'm totally comfortable being live and having a conversation with you, right? Um, but if someone was in the in the middle of this call and they're like, hey, I'm going to bring on Dusty Smith. And they're like, oh, like what if I was talking to Shoe on Head? I don't, but I was like, what if I was talking to Shoe on Head? And all of a sudden I was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to bring on... And what if I was like, I'm going to bring on Dusty Smith right now? It's going to be fun. Like, you know, obviously yeah. she's like, what are you talking about? Not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you thought he was ambushed. I didn't understand he was being ambushed but uh i mean he wasn't 100 being ambushed but i put him on the spot and if and if he was on my show like peter was already on my sh- some other people talking and immediately i was like oh by the way destiny wants to come on are, are you guys cool with that and i could hear it like i should have just read the rumor it's kind of like, like, it kinda, uh, yeah exactly uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> i was like all right i guess uh, yeah so yeah i, I guess i, I can I see that, that yeah. are you ready to get steamrolled by destiny oh yeah that sounds yeah. fun uh, somebody says, thanks for being a trans ally, Dusty. I agree. No problem. Thank you, Danny. Really appreciate that. 
Uh, Neko Adjek, $5. Fuck! I was waiting for you to butcher my fucking name. Here's five more for ducking it, dick. I know, that's hard. Neko Adjek? I don't know, is that close? I don't know. Uh, Shaharafin, $2. Dusty, my store wants to sponsor the show. Okay, what you guys sell? Weed, hopefully? It's weed, I'll definitely do it. Uh, send me a private message, we'll talk about it. Okay, I think I read all of those. So, you want to finish up by discussing anything else in particular with me? Um, Did we well, discuss it all? You can just shit on me. Whatever say, you have uh, to say to me, you can lay it all on <laughs> me. I can take it. I tell you, right, well, I've, I've, I've been waiting for Dusty. Here's your gotcha moment. Get it. <laughs> I deserve um, it. No, no, I hear you come to, I hear you come to Twitch. So, uh, hell yeah. What, uh, what, uh, what's, what's that involved? What are you, what are you doing? What are you going to try and do? Are you just going to do, are you just like a weekly two-hour podcast is that kind of what you do i have no fucking idea dude we're gonna get on there and probably gonna do other people's shows and talk mad shit and try to be entertaining and build my account up i probably play video games too i used to be a professional gamer long ago back when i was young and much less gray so we'll probably be playing some borderlands 3 and shit like that we'll get me one of those new playstation 5s when it comes out i'm all excited cool man uh yeah no i i don't really have anything on my head I mean, you have, uh, to, you have to come on. Let me do your show. I, I'll come on there. Yeah, no, no, I would love to. We'll, I mean, technically, you, you just were. I think I just platformed oh, you. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 150 Twitchers. Um, Everybody, check me out. I'm Dusty Smith on Twitch. Yeah, dude, and you I'm can also do your to Dusty. Do, uh, you should do, uh, you know, youtube.com slash Dusty Smith. YouTube.com. It's not Dusty Smith. It's Cult of Dusty. Oh, Cult of Dusty. My apologies. The infamous Cult of Dusty. I'm sure you've all heard of that by now. <laughs> and uh, we find you on Surf's TV. Uh, so you can find me at twitch.tv slash TV if you want to see me live uh, five days a week. And if you want to watch our comedy stuff, that's youtube.com slash thesurfstv. Uh, actually, it's it's like thought it's the surfs TV for almost everything except for Patreon. For some reason, we didn't add TV. It's just the surfs. Uh, and we also have a second YouTube channel where we upload daily news seasoned with delicious flavors. And that's uh, youtube.com slash thesurftimes. All right. Well, you're an awesome guest and you're very well spoken. It was a pleasure to speak with you. And I'll tell you like I tell everybody else, I love you. So, <laughs> thanks, Dusty. It hopefully, we'll see you soon, man. Thanks a lot. Good All right, night. Sounds good, buddy. All right, sounds like a pretty cool dude there, Mister Surf TV. So you guys check him out if you like what he does. I got a whole bunch of shit I cover in thirty minutes. There's no way I'm going to cover it all, but I'll have another show on Monday, so it's no big deal. Let me see. I guess we're done talking about all the fucking Joe Rogan stuff. Let me check the regular chat. I don't want you guys to feel left out. Check the regular fucking chat. Does anybody have anything cool to say? Be sure to like the video, folks. Very important. Like the goddamn video. Subscribe. Ring the bell. All that good shit. You know how it fucking works. This is not your first rodeo. Let's see. Autumn Potato have those high standards for those who have fully welcome left-leaning. Be understanding and take your time with those who aren't and need to be brought into the foe. Yeah, I mean, maybe I need to be nicer. I don't know. Maybe I'm too big of a shithead. Definitely possible. I definitely don't play well with others, so I'm working on it. It's all a work in progress. What is the best Star Wars? Uh, the Mandalorian, in my opinion, is the best Star Wars. The rest of it, I don't really care for. You didn't read my super chat. Okay, well, I'm sorry about that, Proto. Let me go look for your super chat. Uh, H.S. Rose, H.S. Rose. Let me see. I don't see it. Where is Proto? Am I just stupid? There it is. 
No, sirs. I'm critical of Shu because she's pretending she didn't influence the right and puts everything under the rug, not because she's a woman. Yeah, I didn't agree with that. I definitely don't shit on Shu because she's a woman. It has nothing to fucking do with that. Uh, has to do with, you know, the actual things she's said and done and the fact that she's spread anti-feminism. And in my opinion, she's spread it by lying and misrepresenting. Basically, she's done for anti-feminism exactly what the anti-SJWs did for the left, right? They, suck, they sought out the minutiae um, and blew it out of proportion and, and like literally pointed out forward she lied repeatedly about things like use fake quotes against gets feminists and stuff so that's the problem I have obviously so I don't think it's fair to say that it's because she's a woman but you know maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm a closet misogynist and don't know it and I need to work on my biases also possible um, did I read H.S. Roth? H.S. Roth, you're using the phrase democratic socialist the way I use the phrase social democrat. I think a lot of people who identify as democratic socialists are post-capitalists wanting 100% co-ops. Yep, I agree. I consider myself more of a social democrat than a democratic socialist, mainly because I think before we get to any kind of real socialism or communism or anything, there's going to have to be intermediate steps. And, uh, you know, social democracy is a really important step which I think should be worked towards first. So that's kind of where I put my focus on. But sorry, I didn't get to read your question to him. I didn't see it before I let him go. Apologize for that, H.S. Ross, but thank you for that. And uh, Joshua Gonzalez, do you think that Louis C.K. has done what is necessary to be redeemed? Um, No, I don't think he's done what's necessary to be redeemed yet. I think, I'm no expert on the Louis C.K. situation, to be honest with you, but I think one of the main problems people had with him was that supposedly these women he masturbated in front of when they kind of rebuffed his advances or they spread, you know, what he did, he kind of blacklisted them and, and hurt their, uh, her, their careers. And I'm not sure he's done enough to make up for that. I think that would have to be a, a big act on his part to uh, earn the redemption, but you know, he can do it for sure. Why not? Dusty must oh, I already read that one. All right. Uh, Dusty, you missed some surfs directed super chats. Okay. Well, I read yours already. Did I miss any of the rest of them? Sorry, it's hard to keep track, guys. I'm doing the best I can, but if I missed any, please let me know, and I'll definitely read those. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Uh, have Steve Shives on. I could probably have Steve Shives on. He actually follows me on Twitter now. He unblocked me. So that's cool. I'll talk to him. I might have uh, Bo of the Fifth Column on, too. I think Bo got mad at me. Not mad, just uh, not happy when I was kind of shitting on the BreadTube community a little bit. So maybe we might talk to him. I know he uh, made a video recently about the whole Joe Rogan thing, so... Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I might check it out and invite him on. I know he said he'd come on, so that's cool. All right, let me continue on with the fucking show here, because I got a lot to cover still. What does Twitch have to say? Twitch, hey, Izzy's on there. Appreciate everyone who's watching it here. By the way, yes, thank you. Everybody's watching on Twitch. I'm trying to build it up. Be sure to follow me. We're going to have good content on Twitch. I'm going to do some uh, exclusive stuff on Twitch in the very near future, perhaps tomorrow. Might get on there. We might game a little bit to get a little practice going, so uh, please... Join me on Twitch. I don't think Lance framed the Patreon situation well. Contra has 12K patrons, so she likely makes about 400K a year. And research has shown that happiness from money caps about 70K to 95K. So what's she possibly buying for videos that cost 300K a year? Well, you know, she's not. I mean, I'm sure a lot of the money she, I don't want to say a lot. A decent portion probably goes to her production values and the other people that she pays and hires. But it seems pretty obvious that She's making it up to live beyond what comfort is. Now, that's my criticism is not really about any specific person. If it wasn't her, it'd be somebody else. It's mainly about who the community chooses to support and the conversations the community itself needs to have. 
So uh, people get kind of upset because they think I'm attacking people like uh, Sean. I think Sean thought I was attacking him and I wasn't. And people like H-Bomber guy and uh, Contra. But I'm not attacking them at all. It has nothing to do with them. It, it would, if it wasn't them, it would be somebody else. So it's not personal at all towards them. Humans are incapable of not working. The goal is to shift people away from the selling their bodies to corporations and work fields where they can actually further us morally, technologically, and scientifically. I agree with that. You know, people should be able to work where they want to, where their passions are, and I think that will spur more creativity if they're allowed to do that, for sure. Fully automated and accessible gay space communism. Hell yeah, I'm all about that. The Wally world. I'm going to sit around and get fat all day. That would be awesome. Okay. Another thing Peter Coffin said that I was going to talk to him about, but I didn't, when he said, uh, somebody said, Tulsi Gabbard sues for attention. And then he says, believe women. Everybody's like, just shut the fuck up, Peter. I don't know. Maybe I have this uh, thing against Peter for no good reason. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's just a bias on my part. But some, some, something about him, he's a bad taste in my mouth. Don't know what it is. But uh, did you see this, uh, this absolute fucking snub? This is what, Prince Charles? Watch this fucking snub. He snubs the shit out of Mike Pence. Vice President, this is how embarrassing our country gets when uh, the Vice President gets totally fucking snubbed. He, like shaking hands and he just, he just walks right past him. Like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, brutal. What? Oh, brutal. Nope. Not you. You, you, not you. You, yep. Hilarious. Maybe that was an intentional snub, but it's pretty funny. And, uh, well, here's that video of Peter Coffin kicking himself in the nuts. Remember this one? Look up Peter a guy Coffin. that's fitting the cat on this there side. I, I mean, hey, come on, Peter, let me see. All right, here we go. Let's watch Peter Coffee. <laughs> yep, kick himself right in the nuts. Okay, it was like the Destiny debate all over again. I didn't realize he was ambushed, though, so I kind of guess I understand why he didn't feel comfortable doing that. And, uh, little palate cleanser. Just to get us going a little bit. All these monkeys, man, they spray. They just chilling. Look at them. <laughs> they look so relaxed. This one's loving it. So fucking cute. That little thing probably kill me. Probably bite my juggler vein, but it's still cute. Holy shit. Cute little motherfuckers. And, uh... Oh, God. Here, here's a... a gr I love the way this is written. If ever there was a visual metaphor for the creeps who cry that they're being censored while broadcasting to audiences of millions, it's that of an Infowars twerp with tape over his mouth talking perfectly well. Look, he's got tape on his mouth that he's being censored, but he's talking perfectly well through the tape. You're not being censored. You're literally talking through the tape. Yeah. Look what a victim I am! I'm such a victim! Everybody else is a snowflake. Everybody else is always playing the victims, but I'm an actual victim! No, you're not. You are the snowflakes you are waiting for. And Here's one about Tulsi Gabbard. Oh my god, Stefan Mjolnuts. Why are he so obsessed with everybody's eggs, man? Dude, mind your business. Wow, Tulsi Gabbard's 38. She's looking pretty good for 38. I gotta give it to her. No kids yet! On her second marriage! What the fuck business is it of yours, creepo? I hope she thinks about having kids. Why? Who the fuck is it? Do you have say anything about her having kids, dude? Can you imagine how much fun it would be growing up in Hawaii? Oh, God. What? The door's closing fast. Ambition alone can't keep her company in old age. Almost 7,000 likes. Who are these basement-dwelling psychopaths? 
that are liking Stefan Mjolnir shit. It's just creeps of the world, creeps of the world. And uh, this backfired. If I hear the cutest cats. This is a uh, Tatiana McGarth. This is a, a fake account. Somebody who's trying to pretend to be some kind of. I think they're pretending to be some kind of feminist or something to make fun of feminists or SJWs or whatever. But anyway, they say, Terry Jones has died. What would be a respectful period of time to wait until we start trawling through his work for any signs of sexism, racism, or homophobia and completely savaging his reputation? 30 minutes, perhaps? So basically she's saying, yeah, how long is it going to be for the Lib start trashing his name? He just died. And we know the Libs are going to attack him any second now. But nope, that backfired. Because Stefan Mjolnuts, right-wing chud, Terry Jones has joined the Choir Invisible. His personal life was a chaotic as his comedy. Multi-decade open marriage. In 2009, he left his wife for a woman 41 years younger than had another child. Massive sympathies to all who had to suffer with his dementia. Tragic. Yep. Backfired. You thought it was going to be the SJWs, but it was your own team. Congratulations, you played yourself. And here's one from Samuel D. Finkelstein. Oh, my God. This just shows you the difference between Bernie and Trump. If you ever needed a, a better example of the differences between these two men, this really fucking says it all. Let's have a listen. Come on, you can do it. Boom. Let's say you become the president. When you leave office, in one word, what would you like your legacy to be? A victory. In one word, what would you want to be known for? Compassion. Yep, there you go. Let's That's the difference, folks. Those of you on Trump's team, you're the bad guys. Sorry, you're the absolute fucking bad guys. All he gives a shit about is being a bully, about being a narcissist, about his own glory, not what's best for his fellow man, not, not helping people, right? That's the side you've chosen. So, yeah, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Hugely ashamed. And I want to see an endorsement that actually matters. Unlike fucking Joe Rogan, here's an endorsement that really matters. The working man. Yeah, you go, Bernie. You're the fucking man, dude. Even though Joe Rogan's endorsement doesn't matter, too. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. As sad as it is, he is one of the most influential people in all of the internet. So, you know, 100 million views a month. So it is an important endorsement, like it or not. And uh, what is happening? Holy shit. I know uh, in some polls, Bernie Sanders has overtaken Biden now. But in some polls, Biden is still ahead. Look how weird Biden is. Well, yesterday, yesterday you said you accepted Bernie's apology and now you're attacking him. Why are you doing that? Why wasn't his apology enough, Mr. Vice President? Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 You're getting nervous, man. Just calm down. It's okay. He apologized for saying that I was corrupt. He didn't say anything about whether or not I was telling the truth about Social Security. Yeah, you're not telling the truth about Social Security. So either way, why, 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 why? Such a weird dude. Oh, God. If it comes down to him and Trump, man, if these are the two choices... This system gives us, I want to say I was going to lose hope, but I don't really have that much hope to lose. I've already lost it all at this point. And uh, did you guys see this shit? This video went viral of this woman on this bus. Of course, these fucking racist assholes always got to make it their business when people are speaking Spanish. Not even speaking to you. They're speaking to each other. What the fuck's your business? So these people are doing exactly what they should do. Name and shame. Turn your camera on. Film these motherfuckers. Make them go viral. Wrong? That's right. That's right. What about this? We don't love you.
they need to I speak love English every country. But when they come to America, it would be nice if they spoke English. Too bad for That's you. That's not racist. Yes, it is. Yes, no, it's it is. Not. And I, got, I love this guy who's talking to her. He's a fucking king, and he is owning her. Let's listen to him. The United States doesn't have an official language, jackass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I never said Woo! it did. Oh, well, then they don't have to speak it for you, because they're not talking to you. I'm so glad Exactly. Yeah, you should have just mind your own business. Nobody would be standing up to your racist ass. Really? Yeah. That's really? Yes, I it is. Okay. And you should learn the definition right. of it and not just show your ass in public again. <laughs> get her. Nobody's harassing you. You're talking back to me, silly. You stop talking, and so will I. I don't care. They weren't talking to you. You chimed in. That's right. We did. We he did what you did. He did what you did. Somebody else's conversation. Then you have to expect it. Yeah. This is the world that you want. Aren't you happy now? I go well for. The funny thing about this, they're like, you're going viral. Let's skip ahead a little bit. And she's like, I wanted to go viral. That's what they always say. I'm happy to record me. And then the next day when they're viral, when they lose their job, they're all crying. They're like, oh, my God, I'm not like that. That is not a representation of who I really am. I was just having a bad day. But they're always so smug when they're on camera. To the students. And where are the students from? <laughs> <laughs> where are the students going to Listen to her. Yeah. Yo, you, you know your president is not there no more, right? You sound just yeah, you got kooky and kookier with Beach every red. second. Yeah. It's hilarious. You're so going viral, lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to go viral. I bet. I wanted to go viral. Doubt. No, you didn't. No, you definitely didn't. This is not good for you. You will be apologizing for this. If you already haven't. She probably already has. But uh, I'll find out. I'll update you on that soon. And guys, hear about this one? American quarterback uh, Aaron Rodgers. Is this the guy that's married to Olivia Munn? I don't know. All these guys look the same to me. But anyway, he's uh, telling why he's not a Christian, and it makes perfect sense to me. I don't know how you can believe in a God who wants to condemn most of the planet, you know, to a fiery hell. Like, what type of loving, sensitive, omnipresent, omnipotent being wants to condemn most of his beautiful creation to a fiery hell? At the end of all this. Yeah, and why would you worship such a monster if that exists? I guess out of fear, but nope. I would not live in fear of you. I've lived in fear long enough. I live my life in celebration instead of fear. Much better. And uh, apparently Onision went to court, and this is literally how he dressed going to court. What the fuck, Onision? Like, you can't afford a suit that fits you? You really wearing a goddamn toboggan, the goddamn court, a beanie, sunglasses? Holy shit. Not a good look. Not a good look, Onision. That dude. Almost feeling sorry. Not, I don't feel sorry for him, but I almost feel sorry for him at this point because it doesn't seem like his life is going very well. And uh, yeah, Hillary. Hillary going public saying, nobody likes Birdie. And yeah, they do. Fucking people love Birdie. It's you they don't like, right? Even though you did win the general election by millions of votes. Right now, nobody likes you, Hillary Clinton. We all love Bernie. Nurses for Bernie. Teachers for Bernie. Unions for Bernie. And, uh, yep, got your back to the crowd because they are cheering for Bernie. Might be a little jealous. The Democratic establishment trying to fuck Bernie every way they can, just like they did last time. And uh, this is pretty funny. Vadim had a good burn. 
Paul Joseph Watson is like, men and women can only be friends and hang out with no romantic sexual component if one of them is fat, ugly, or gay. Anyone who denies this is lying to themselves. That's right, folks. Men and women can only be friends if one of them is ugly or fat. Uh, weren't you hanging out with other women friendly with them? What are you saying, Paul? Are you saying these women are ugly and fat? Don't know. Seems like you might be a little bit. Just saying. Or maybe like you're saying like if you're gay and then you can hang out with hot women because you're not physically attracted to them. Maybe that's what you're saying. Not saying Paul's gay. I'm just saying maybe that's the point he's making. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. What time is it? Nine forty. All right, I've got a little time to do this show. I can barely fucking see. God damn it! I need to get me some LASIK. I need to get my LASIK going. How much is LASIK? Can somebody tell me how much LASIK is? Yep, nine forty. Okay, got plenty of time to do the rest of this show. Let me check the super chats. Super chats. Live blood of the show. Guys having fun so far? I sure enjoy hanging out with you guys and doing the show. It's a pleasure to entertain you. Ray Dude, InfoWars, the only place where you claim to be silenced while talking into the loudest bullhorn. I mean, it's like the new Netflix comedy specials. Oh my god, you can't say anything anymore, says people that get paid $40 million to say whatever the fuck they want. Zigdagirgirgirfran. Was that even close? Nobody likes you, least like person in the world. I mean, I don't know if she's the least like person, but she's definitely not like at the moment very much. She's definitely proven... She can lose with the best of them. New Berific, $5. Peter Coffin ambushed after lying about Destiny repeatedly, not buying it. Peter got wrecked, and he's in a click. That's why the serfs can't call him out. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. You know, that's that's why I don't really get involved in these clicks, because you get punished if you speak out against the click. It's not that, like I've said before, it's not that they will talk shit back to you. It's that, that they no longer spread your videos in the same way they once did. They no longer give you shout-outs they once did. They no longer appear in your programs like they once did. And so when you're outside of that click, it's very hard to grow your channel. That's like one of the problems I've had, right? I'm not involved in any of these clicks. And so other than word of mouth, there's no way for me to get my stuff out there. But I'm going to start doing shows. I'll start doing shows with the surfs and stuff. And I am, so I'm not in any of these clicks. I could just say what the fuck I want to about everybody. And if they don't want me to have me on there, I guess that's their right. Won't hate them too bad for it. H.S. Ross, $10. I think Hillary meant that none of the establishment paid corporate stooges in Congress like Bernie. But that's a good thing. They are unlimited, or they are united in their hate for Bernie, and Bernie welcomes their hatred. I mean, maybe. I kind of got the feeling that she was saying that, but also that she didn't really care for him. But, you know, it's your take. It's perfectly reasonable, and, and that definitely makes sense. I can understand why the establishment Democrats don't want bernie anywhere near the white house and so if that's what she was saying i agree with her there maybe i took it the wrong way um nick mestessa is that even close coffin is a professional comedian angry by definition is he is he a comedian okay i don't know that much about it maybe he is maybe he's super hilarious and i'm just unaware of it um Newberific, Joe Rogan said Louis C.K. didn't blacklist anyone. Okay, well, that's what I heard. I think that's what the women said, wasn't it? Maybe it's not true. I don't know. Like I said, I'm no expert on the Louis C.K. situation, but somebody who has more knowledge of that should probably tell me. I think I got everything. I don't see any more up there that I missed. So if I missed yours, let me know. I will go back. Thank you for that. Last chance to get your super chat if you want to, if you're able. Let me check the Twitch chat. 
Thank you so much for watching me on Twitch. You guys rock. Love that. Destiny's Click is bad news. The D. Giga Gang. Yep, I'm definitely not a member of that or Valsh's Click or any of the bread tube stuff. I don't know. I just, like, I kind of was in the clicks a little bit back in the day. And then I was like, I can't be involved in this, right? And then when I turn my back on the clicks, they fucking burned me down. So, what you gonna do? Better off without it. But just Watson sounds like he doesn't have any friends. Well, I don't really have that many friends either, so I can't talk, but it's because I live in Mississippi and people around here, especially the men, are super cringe, a lot of them, so I really can't have anything to do with that. I definitely still think she meant that comment as an insult. I, that's what I thought too, but who knows? Like, I, I can't read mine, so I guess I can give her the benefit of the doubt. It just so happens that Bernie doesn't want the establishment Dems approval. I know that feeling, right? He don't want to be involved in the clicks either. Hey, Praxis people. Hey, what's going on? Puerto Rico is a part of the United States, by the way. Okay. I, I know that. Did I not say that? Um, okay. I got rid of all those. Good. Peter keeps making class reductionist takes, so I can't vibe with him. Yeah, a lot of people were making those takes. Like when I was talking about uh, the different classes that wealth brings, they were basically reducing it to the Marxist definition of class, and they're even reducing that. To where there's only two classes, which is not even real Marxism. I mean, even, at least in Marxism, there's the petite bourgeoisie. But they were like, no, you're either the bourgeoisie or the proletariat. There's no in-between. I'm like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. And uh, that shit on Timis, Timothy Pool, Timothy Pool a little bit. This is uh, the way Tim Pool talks out of both sides of his mouth just to try to figure out which argument is going to work best for his audience, as the uh, logic guy said. Well, it's got to talk shit about me, too, but it's all good. I talk shit about people, too, so. Won't hate on him for it. Tim Pool's the master of using Twitter to A-B test his takes. So, let's see if there's any uh, any difference in these takes at all. I really don't like Hillary, but she has a point here. Bernie's Iowa staff recently locked down their social media after an organizer was outed for calling for murder and re-education camps. Bernie has not addressed it. He doesn't care, or the worst case is that he likes it. Yeah, he didn't address it. Fucking Bernie not addressing it. He likes it because he didn't address it. What a fucking pathetic loser. His own supporters were calling out Biden so Bernie defends Biden. He can't even defend his own base. So he does call it out. And he still takes shit for it. Just talking out of both sides of his mouth all the fucking time. Earn that money, Tim. Sell that soul as much as you possibly can. That's what you're good at. But seriously, dude, spend some of that money on some hair, man. It's not that hard. And Holy shit, look at this title. I can't breathe. I mean, yeah, this is the kind of shit Tim Pool puts out. He basically admits that it's clickbait in the title, but then he still goes with it. Media exposes Bernie Sanders' racist past. Okay, it's an obvious smear, but he's still unfit for office. Yeah. Lord. A lot of people support this dude. Seriously. Oh, here's another. This is a real video, literally. Trump basically hired Epstein's legal team, and the left is outraged. Yeah, Trump gonna win. Yeah, Trump basically hired the same legal team that got pedophile Epstein off. Are you triggered? Are you triggered by how this criminal is using the same other criminals who got pedophile pedophiles off? Are you triggered? I mean, they just—they're so giddy about being the worst people on earth. They're so happy that it bothers people that they're horrible human beings. It's literally how he makes his living, man. Sad, sad Tim Pool. No wonder you're so lonely, dude. And uh, 
Oh, God, you got to see this one. This is 27 million views. And apparently they looked this up and they found out this guy, yeah, I think he's either has a different girlfriend or he's married, but totally gets busted on Kiss Cam. Kissing that girl, he sees it. Uh-oh, I'm on Kiss Cam. Look, immediately. <laughs> Look at that face. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Yep. Nope. Yep. I'm in trouble. I'm in bad fucking trouble. Yes, you are, dude. You're in trouble. You're fucked up. Look at that face. Oh, shit. That's an oh, shit face. Your wife definitely going to find out. I guess they looked this guy up, and he has, like, a different wife. Here he is. Look at that huge thing of flowers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I don't think that's the same woman as that. Don't think that's the same, dude. But anyway, I guess that's the same guy. I don't know. It's fucking internet. I could be making all this shit up for all the fuck I know. I didn't investigate it that much. But still funny. Regardless. and. Fucking right-wing chuds are recycling memes from, like, the 1800s, right? So, origin and development of a feminist. At 15, a social media exhibitionist. Yeah. At 25, miles and miles of Chad Cock kissed. Uh, I think she's probably doing more than kissing those cocks. Uh, but that's hot anyway. At 30, even still alone, getting pissed. And then at 35, a feminist. That's right. That's the only way you become a feminist. If you're basically a slutty girl who has sex with a lot of guys who reject you and you can't get any mad when you're in 30s and you become a mad feminist. Yeah, that's the only way, right? But this is the same bullshit they've been spreading for 100 years. Origin and development of a suffragette. You know, suffragettes, the ones that were trying to get women the right to vote. At 15, a little pet. At 20, a little... Coquette? I don't even know what the fuck that means. At 40, not married yet. At 50, a suffragette. Yeah, the only reason you want to vote is because you can't get a man. Fucking feminist. It's the same kind of exact anti-feminist sentiment that all these famous anti-feminists have spread. That's why like, I don't really understand how we can just... How, how so many lefties are just willing to accept them into the fold without expecting them to actually make amends for all the bullshit they've spread and all the harm they've caused. It doesn't really make any sense, but it does make sense when you think that these people just want these popular people to be in their cliques because it makes them more popular and more money. That's exactly what it is, in my opinion. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just a dickhead. And this one viral. It's got a... It's only got 38,000 views. I thought it did better than that, but this guy's killing it. Apparently, he was delivering a package and somebody left him some treats. Look how happy he is to get his treats. Hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. Got me some snacks. Hey. Whoa. He working hey. it. Mm. Hey. <laughs> it's the little things in life, isn't it? Hey. Gotta hey. take that jar where we can find it. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hello, this guy. Hey. He's just so happy to be alive. Hey, I'm about to give you snacks. You know, I'm about man. to get his little snacks. What you mean? Uh-huh. Love that guy. Great attitude. Like to see that. I guess if you have to work your life way at bullshit that you hate, you might as well have the best attitude you could possibly have while you're doing it. And uh, I already said that earlier that calling people woke scolds is basically just the new version of calling people SJWs. We see right through that shit. All these lefties using the chud language is just kind of disappointing. Disappointing! And uh, so this won't surprise anybody. Here's Trump, after consultation with our great military leaders, designers, and others. Yeah, it took so many designers. They spent so much money on this. I am pleased to present the new logo 
for the United States Space Force, the sixth branch of our magnificent military. Yeah. Look at what all the designers did. They, they, they carefully designed that logo, especially from scratch, but it looks kind of familiar. Hmm. Huh, it kind of looks like something. What does it look like? It's the Starfleet Commander Badge! You know, from the United Federation of Planets. What the fuck, copycats? Somebody got to pay some royalties. Leave it to Trump not to be original in any way whatsoever. We see right through that. Fucking Trump. To stupidity and beyond. And man, this is some scary ass shit. This stuff, this actually is a is a story that scares the fuck out of me. And usually these stories don't scare the fuck out of me, but this one. The FBI reportedly stopped a Saudi plot to kidnap a YouTuber on U.S. soil after he criticized Mohammed bin Salman for Jamal Khashoggi's killing. So remember, this is the uh, prince of Saudi Arabia who murdered a United States uh, reporter, right? A journalist. Cut up his body into little pieces, and Trump helped him cover it up. He, he took no ill effects for it whatsoever. We're still sending them billions and billions of dollars. And now they're literally trying to come over to the U.S. soul and kidnap and murder YouTubers. Talking shit about Islam. Talking shit about them. Like, I have videos out there where I have Muhammad drawn as a cartoon. Talking about how he's a pedophile and shit. And these motherfuckers gonna come over here and kidnap murder YouTubers? Oh, hell no. We got Trump as president. Knowing Trump ain't going to protect me. Knowing Trump ain't going to do anything about it if they come over here and fucking kill me. Scary ass shit, dudes. Hard to believe this is the current time we live in. Our current fucking president will sell us out to the Muslims that his base claims to hate. We'll let him murder us as long as they fucking pay him. Scary as fuck. And did you guys know? Legalizing gay marriage dramatically lowers suicide rates, study shows, and that's no surprise whatsoever. Now, this is why I fought against people like Baring, who was trying to talk his audience into voting against passing gay marriage in Australia. There's a reason we were doing it, folks. Stuff like this actually means a lot. Accepting people's lifestyles and not telling them that they're sinful or different or they can't be, you know, like normal couples. Because our holy book, you know, obviously that makes you feel like you're less a part of society. That makes you want to be less a part of society. And that leads to suicides. That's the reason gay rights are still very much needed. That's why gay pride is still needed. We're still fighting. And uh, it's still important. And you guys see this one? Kanye trying so hard to be Jesus. It's like so many of these televangelists. It's not really about worshiping Christ. It's not really about worshiping God. It's about worshiping them. And they use kind of like Christ as a proxy. Pretend like that's what they're talking about. But it's basically about their own glorification. And so here's a Kanye. And for some reason, he riding a horse through church. I guess to symbolize, I don't know, like Jesus riding a donkey or some shit. I'm not really sure. But yep. He don't look that comfortable. What are you doing, Kanye? And that horse is not too happy about it either. The horse is like, why am I in a fucking church? What is going on? And yep, just fall off. Fall on your goddamn head, Kanye. Maybe knock some fucking sense into you. Moron. So disappointed. I used to be such a big fan of Kanye's music, and he's just become such a goddamn disappointment to me. Yeah, five minutes left. Cool, cool, cool. Skip ahead here a little bit. Um, I would love to see this movie. This would be a great fucking movie, right? They should definitely make this. A comedy about a militia that shows up to what they think is a pro-gun rally. 
but it's actually an ambush draft. The army blocks off the streets, herds everyone into C-130s, and flies them off to war. Draft day! Tuesdays on UPN. I would love to see that. Imagine this guy getting caught in a draft all of a sudden. These people LARPing, pretending they're some badass soldiers with their weapons they probably bought from their daddy's inheritance. I mean, it's, it's exactly the same as people playing, you know, wizards in the woods, except it's worse. Because at least people playing Wizards in the Woods know that they're just LARPing. These people really think they're badasses or something. I would love to see them take them, put them on the fucking front lines. Let's see how badass you really are, dude. He'd be shitting himself. No fucking doubt about it. And, uh... Oh, yeah. God, they have one joke. These motherfuckers have one joke. There's gun girl, Caitlin Bennett. These transphobes at the Women's March shamed Alexandra Jones and I for being proud women of color that identify as goldfish. Oh, God. It's just so lame. The only fucking joke they know, and they tell it over and over and over again, Like, and they get 7,000 likes for it. They get rewarded for it every time. Same lame-ass shit. The right is getting better at comedy, and the left is getting nervous. No. Not particularly. Uh, oh, and things are not going well for the crying Nazi, Christopher Cantwell. Not looking good, dude. Like, if you think you might get arrested, you might just want to keep your head shaved at all times. Like, you should use my, my hair regeneration method I told everybody about earlier. It works. And what in the fuck is wrong with this dude? Holy shit. So he's literally messaging people. And he's telling them that... If they don't give up, like, I guess there's an anonymous source or something that's against him. So he's messaging people telling them that they get the anonymous source. He's going to come to their house and fuck their wife in front of their kids. What is wrong with you, dude? Like, holy shit. Uh, so if you don't want me to come and fuck your wife in front of your kids, then you should make yourself scarce. That's not the only thing he said, but dude, like, aren't you in enough trouble already? These people think they're so badass. I don't know how the fuck they think they can get away with this kind of shit. But you can't. And you got arrested. And good. Enjoy your jail time, fucko. And uh, this went viral recently. People shitting on this one. Male height chart. This got 4,000 likes. 6'6", six, six, extremely tall. 6'4", six, 6'5", six, very tall. 6'1", to 6'3", the perfect male height. Optimal, ideal. 6' foot, passable, good enough. 5'9", five, 5'11", five, kind of short, unacceptable to at least half of people. Not good enough. 5'8", below, short, unacceptable to almost everyone. And, of course, she got shit on pretty hard. But, like, this is actually sort of accurate a lot. Like, I, not all women feel this way, but this is definitely a thing I've talked about before. You know, height privilege is absolutely a thing. I've had women tell me, like, some of the most attractive women I've tried to date literally just straight out told me, I won't date you because you're not tall enough. And, like... I, it hurt my feelings, but at the same time, if I'm being totally honest, the reason I was attracted to them were for incredibly superficial reasons, because they were thin and had nice breasts and symmetrical faces and whatnot. So I was liking them for superficial reasons, so it's hard for me to be too butthurt that they are rejecting me for superficial reasons. But she did get some pushback on this. This guy says, all height levels are kings, 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 kings. They got 32,000 likes, so I'm glad to see that, but at the same time, eh. It's not really true. A lot of women do have height privileges. Like when they talk about their ideal man, the first thing most women say is tall, dark, and handsome. Tall is the very first fucking word. So it's a thing. 
But, you know, it's only one thing, right? I'm not necessarily tall, but, like, I have other privileges. Like, I'm white, which is definitely a privilege. I'm relatively uh, intelligent. That's another privilege. Um, my features are relatively symmetrical, which is another privilege. So I have lots of privileges, too, that help me to make up for other things I lack. So try not to complain too much about that, even though I recognize it's actually a real thing. And uh, here we go. Last chance to get your super chats. Going to end the show with this palate cleanser. I have to show you this little puppy dog. Look how cute this motherfucker is. Holy shit. It's like a living doll. Oh my God. I want him so bad. Oh fuck. How is that even real? He's looking at that thumb like, what? He gonna get you. He's a vicious little monster. Yeah, he is. He gonna get you all up. Oh my fucking God. I just want to shit. Too stinking cute. Love to see that. All right. That's all the material I have. Let's finish off with the super chats. Super chats. Uh, says Space Force equals Star Trek. Would Picard ask the Klingon Council for support or they won't receive the aid they need? Probably. Gotta help him out against his political rivals or you're not gonna get the aid. I watched that new uh, Picard show that came out. It was pretty good. I thought it was alright. Never had been a huge Star Trek fan, but I thought that was not too bad. H.S. Ross, $5. Coquette is a woman who flirts. Okay. Never heard that word before. That's a new one on me. Uh, I guess I'm too much of a fetus to know that one. They are literally using the same meme from over 100 years ago. I know, right? They just recycle the same old shit. Gotta be a trad wife. Why don't you have kids by the time you're 30? You gotta do what the man says. Nope, no thanks. Um, H.S. Ross. Yes, Hillary did mean it as an insult, but that is because she falsely believes that ingratiating oneself with corporate dems is the highest good. I don't doubt that. Now, the corporate Democratic Party has been good to her. She's made tons of money playing that game, so I can understand why she wants to stick with it. Thank you for that. Um, all right, I guess I read them all. Nobody likes you, least like a person in the world. I think I read that already. Appreciate that. Thank you, everybody who supported the show tonight on Super Chats. You guys are heroes. Very much appreciated. Let me finish up. What the hell is going on? What happened? Did my sh Oh, God. Uh-oh. I think my computer locked up. What happened? What is happening here? Hopefully the show's still going on. All right. I think some shit just got fucky. A little fucky. Sorry, we're going to work it out. Yeah, work it out, Dusty. Work it out. Work it out, Dusty. Work it out. Worked it out. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's finish up by reading the chat a little bit. What you guys have to say? Let me put my glasses on so I can see what the fuck is happening here. I am blind as fuck. Most chicks do love guys above six foot tall. Size doesn't matter my ass. That's absolutely true. Run into that repeatedly. But what you gonna do? You can make up for it. Not with every woman, but you know, the women that matter. It's all good. I am 5'8". No one ever said I was short. Well, not to your face. I'm 5'6". Never had an issue with girls. Eh, okay. I have. Definitely had women tell me that before, but it's all good. I just follow your Twitch channel, Dusty. Thank you very much, Winston. She, my Twitch is twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. Easy to remember. So definitely follow me on Twitch. We'll be doing some uh, exclusive stuff on Twitch very soon. So hopefully you guys will join me for that. Help me build up my Twitch channel. And I'll be uh, appearing on a lot of those other Twitch shows. Talking mad shit to everybody. And All right. I guess that's all we're going to do tonight, folks. I sure appreciate it. If... 
You can, if you're able, please consider supporting the show on Patreon, patreon.com, which has podcast, dollar or two a month, whatever you can afford. Much appreciated. There's lots of ways in the description of the video you can support the show, direct tips, merchandise, all the good stuff. I will be back on Monday. It's already Friday. I almost said Friday there. I'll be back on fucking Monday. Maybe I'll bring Comedy Potato back. Probably not. I always lie about that. So I'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. It's a pleasure to entertain you. I love you. I hope you all have a good week. And as always, till next time, logic, fuck yes. Thanks, everyone.